Happy New Year, Jessica. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We're a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> did I ask you two weeks ago if you had any New Year's resolutions? I don't think you did. I don't think I did. I, well, I didn't plan any New Year's resolutions before the New Year, mm-hmm. but I just told you earlier today, my belated New Year's resolution is to read more books this year. Nice. That's yeah. great. I so, think that's a great one. It, I'm just going to read uh, Complex Infrastructure, known as The Female Mind. <laughs> again. I'm going to read it again and again and again. It's so easy. I've already been through it a bunch of times. Um <laughs> Not a bunch of times. You I've already you want been to read more books, not a book you've already read. <laughs> That's true. We should read more books over at patreon.com slash <laughs> But we just can't find another book that's like as perfect as that one was. Well, yeah. no, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Well, anyway, we're back. Thank you all for uh, letting us. You are bosses. You are listeners. You're our bosses. You're who we work for. Our patrons are like our stockholders, <laughs> our shareholders. <laughs> But everyone listening to us, you're our bosses. Just like, you know, the customer is always right. But we had to take last week off. The holidays caught up with us. We were constantly chugging through. April, are you going to be good tonight and not bark at us because we're recording? It's, <laughs> we gave you a week off. Yeah. So anyway, we're back and we're going to be talking about Sadie Hawkins Dance Part 2. Are you excited? Yeah, sure am. I was almost humiliated to turn in a 90-minute episode <laughs> about the biggest Reliant K song. Did that shock anyone out there? Did that shock anyone to think that we did like a two-and-a-half-hour episode on Crayons Could Melt On Us? <laughs> but we did an, an 80-minute episode on the biggest song. So, I don't know. Well, we're back. We're, we're going to... A few more thoughts that we uh, had... I mean, we're still in the cold open, but a few more thoughts that we had, you know, after an extra two weeks of listening to the song. Plus, and this is the big news for us, no other, none other than Matt Hoops, the Matt Hoops, who is, as far as I'm aware, some guy who has something to do with Ryan K. Right, right. Sure, I've he, heard the name. <laughs> he tweeted at us, like, off of one of my, like, very... Like click, but not clickbaity, but like engagement desperate account. <laughs> I'm not saying this about <laughs> Matt Hoops, but you know, like sometimes I try to have funny posts, and I'm like, these sure. will be funny, and people will like these, hopefully. But then I have like I don't really do a lot of like click, like like desperate click engagement where it's like, what do you think of this? Sure. Tell us what you think in the comments. No, like you know, watch Mojo style, like. <laughs> Tell us what you think in the comments. Did you agree with our list? Well, I posted something and Matt Hoops was like, I do not remember this. I can't believe this. And here are my thoughts on it. And he gave us those thoughts. And we'll read those from that tweet here this week on Sadie Hawkins Pod as we talk about Sadie Hawkins Dance Part 2. Nice tease. You said you're smooth. Ain't good with talking. Go with me to the Sadie Hawkins. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sadie Hawkins Pod. Hello. I didn't really have a cold open idea for a skit. <laughs> uh huh. I was like, do we reverse the um, the OG opening bit that right, we did from right. episode one, where I ask you, like, and then I get upset that you ask. That was my first thought. Was like, mm-hmm. I ask you, so and then you get upset because. Because I'm the guy, and I'm like, Jessica, it's 2023. How dare you? Gender is a construct. 
But then I was like, no, we'll just open with a with a little tease. I didn't think that was the better choice. <laughs> well, we're back. So top of the show business. Top of the show business. We do have some top of the show business. But mostly, yeah, we took last week off. I gotta say it again. I've said this in the past. I don't like when I watch a YouTube you say video it every time. and they're like, "Sorry, I haven't had a video in a long time." But it happens. Whatever. You know, we're here to talk about some more thoughts on Sadie Hawkins' dance. But there's so many things. Things in Jessica's notes. When I was editing the episode two weeks ago, that Jessica was like, "I've got this," and I've got a parody lyrics on a web on amiright.com and we didn't get to any of it hopefully you're back to hear all of that we needed a mental health break after the holidays everything caught up on us oh and then if you remember last week two weeks ago we were like we gotta go we're waking up at seven in the morning to go to disneyland and that was true and we did and then the whole week after that just wiped us out my sister came here from the east coast and stayed in our one bedroom apartment with her two children our nieces it was amazing (laughs) to see them i loved it but it was so exhausting a lot of people in one space yeah and i'm like we had recorded the episode two weeks ago ahead of time knowing they would be here and we'd have no chance of recording it during the week and after they left i'm like i need a week off (laughs) i need an extra week off and then work's getting intense because it's end of the year I'm 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 an accountant so things are getting things are ramping up So here are the voicemails. We do have some voicemails. And since we took the week off, I sent out the bat signal and I was like, hey, everyone, do you have Sadie Hawkins dance stories? Not just the Reliant K song, but actual Sadie Hawkins dances from your real life experience. I have a few of those. Did you wear khaki pants? Did she like your sweater? You're wearing a sweater today. I love it. It has a dog with it's like a little English bulldog with With a a bowler hat on. I have a couple of dog sweaters, and I it's got, like, a cute dog on it. They're not really ugly Christmas sweaters, but they are sort of, like, wintry sweaters with dogs stitched on them, and I always get compliments on them. <laughs> They're great sweaters. Oh, oh, oh. So here is a... Here is our first of... We have three voicemails from two people, so here is the first one. Jeff and Dan, how are you? Happy New Year. This is Allie. Um, I'm calling because I have a really cool story real quick that I'm going to share. Um, going back to my weird connection now that I have with Reliant K via John Schneck um, with my boyfriend's sister-in-law being his cousin. So um, her name is Stephanie. So shout out to Stephanie. She got me in Secret Santa this year. And so um, she reached out to Schneck and I got some awesome guitar picks. And I have a signed CD on the way as well. So I just think that's really cool. And she told me that she texted him personally and requested some goodies for me for Secret Santa. And he was more than willing to oblige. So thank you, Schneck, um, if you ever listen. But just thought was such a cool, like, thoughtful present. Anyway, um, and I also just saw your prompt on Instagram, I think, about Sadie Hawkins dances. And I have never been to one. Uh, I have been to many a dance, but not a Hawkins dance. All right. I hope you all have a great new year. Bye. That's so cool. Like best Christmas gift ever, <laughs> especially like a secret Santa present. Like, you're, you know, secret Santa gifts. It's always you're like, oh, nice. You know, oh, whatever yeah, you get. something oh, you bought in the airport. Great. great. Right. <laughs> that sounds like a very sick gift. 
Um, yeah, that's fantastic. I love it. Getting our agents closer and closer to the band. <laughs> We've had John Schneck on the on the show. It's not like <laughs> it's not that big. It's not you know whatever. Anyway, so here is the next. But that's amazing, Allie. Thank you very much for sharing that. I love it. Um, everyone, go DM John Schneck. Oh, no. Oh, no. Danny, no, 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 no. <laughs> Ask him for... Ed- edit that out. <laughs> and here's the first voicemail we have from one person. Of, uh, first of two voicemails from this person. Hey, Justin Dan. This is Harry calling from Dover, Ohio. Why that location is important, you will find out in a second. I would tell you to look it up, but... I didn't screen this voicemail, so I didn't know it has this uh, distortion, this uh, happening in it. So hopefully we get all the information we need from it. I try to listen to voicemails ahead of time and say, oh, this one didn't come in. Let us know what we took the two weeks off. I I was like, the last thing I'm going to do is work on the podcast. Danny. (laughs) I... Still, I need to introduce myself. I've been listening to the show since September now. I've been following you guys on Instagram since you started, mostly just for the memes and stuff. And I've been obsessed with Relying K my whole life. And I was like, hey, they post memes about Relying K. That's too cool. And so I've been following you guys since the start of the podcast. But I have never actually listened to you guys until, uh, I, until September when I got a job at a wood shop and. I wear headphones all day, so I was like, might as well start listening to podcasts. You guys, it's about my list. So and so basically, why the Dover, Ohio thing is important is it is about, I want to say, 25 miles south of Kent, Ohio. 10 miles south of Bolivar, Ohio. Not Bolivar, Ohio, as Jeff said in the previous episode, but Bolivar, Ohio. Uh, I just found that funny, and it's been, like, stuck in my brain how pronounced it that I was, like, that's funny. And so, basically, yeah, I am from the Canton area. I went to a high school that was in the same athletic district as Canton McKinley High School, where Matt Pope's went to. And Glen Oak High School was the one where uh, Matt Peterson went to. So, I've known the band mostly from my parents, who... At one college, both Matt at Malone and Bruce Lairdard in the early stages of the band. Pretty cool. And the pianist of my... The... I think I'm getting all the information. Are you getting it? <laughs> I think so. It's, yeah. it's a cool story so far. It sounds like his parents were something. <laughs> it's like you're cutting your transmission. is We're losing your transmission. Come in, come in. So I've known the band mostly from my parents who... At one college, both Matt at Malone and Bruce Lairdard in the early stages of the band. Pretty cool. Oh, his parents Whoa. went to college with both Matts. That's amazing. Which you can go to our College Kids episode to hear about what college they went to. I don't remember what that was. I know you found the research about what college they went to for a little bit while Relying K was still right growing. I don't. We're not. I don't. I don't have that info. We. This head. isn't. Co- we're <laughs> oh, not no. in oh, college. No. <laughs> we're not expected to have this information off the off the top of our head. <laughs> but that's amazing that it sounds like his parents went to college with them at that time. And the pianist of my the praise band at my church, who I play guitar in our praise band, she plays piano. 
was his actually neighbor, which I believe since mother, which I think is pretty cool. I think he said the piano teacher is the neighbors with someone's mother. The pianist at the uh, worship band that he plays in. I'm enjoying this. This is like we're this is like we're detectives and we're like the FBI and we're listening through like it's broken tape. Literally trying a to game piece of telephone. Yeah. <laughs> she lives up in Baldwin, and I, I drive through there all the time. I go to Canton just because there's nothing to do in Dover. If you want to do anything in Dover? Go in Canton. And yeah, so basically, my introduction to who I am, and I like to try the podcast. And I wasn't to something about the episode. I literally just listened to that one. But, oh well. But, yeah, it is funny that Kent McKinley High School both had and Maryland and Anyway, thanks for listening. What, what I think I just heard was that he is actually Marilyn Manson calling? No, he just mentioned... Thank you for your call. That was great. McKinley High School. Sounds like in Canton, you can enjoy yourself. In Dover, maybe not so much. <laughs> it's all relative. In Canton, you can't enjoy yourself unless you're from Dover. Let's hear the next big pop rock, pop punk band from Dover and what their situation is like. And my apologies to B- Bolivier, Bolivier, what <laughs> I, I, I could not hear because it was breaking up a little bit, but I did get that I got it wrong and I apologize. <laughs> well, Terry calls back. It is Terry, right? <laughs> because it's so hard to hear. Well, we'll find out in a minute. We'll find out in one second. Hopefully this one minute follow-up voicemail is a little easier to hear. Hey guys, Terry's from Dover calling back again. And I, there was one more thing I wanted to say. I went, my first ever Reliant K show, I've been my whole life, but my first ever one on the ad for What's okay? What's with the cell phone service in Dover, Idaho? <laughs> you mean Ohio? <laughs> oh my God, Idaho, Ohio. They're the same place. All those Middle America states are the oh, same to me. No, Danny. I live on the West Coast, oh, and no. I look down on everyone oh, no. in what they call America. Oh, I'm just no. kidding. As someone from Massachusetts, I mean, Massachusetts is not a Middle America state, but in some, yeah, I'm just kidding around. I'm totally joking. I'm going to put the speaker right to my ear and see what I can suss out. And so it was And I read the they played the same set list they did everywhere else. I saw the set was posted online and all that. I think you guys did too. And this is a button on that set list. But in Cleveland, Ohio, they did not play Mr. Tippapotomy, which is probably their closest to a hometown show. Okay. Huh. Everything everything up until the moment he said the show was in Cleveland, Ohio, and they did not play Mrs. Hippopotamus, everything up to there, even Google Voice was like, we're not even trying to transcribe this. That is funny. I'm so sorry you would I didn't think that they would time. play the yeah. Ohio song in Ohio. Yeah. What the heck? And I just figured that was weird. I figured I'd share that with you guys. And... Also, you guys mentioned something about Gen Zers and how they don't think they can talk to Kansas. 
Sadie Hawkins is the only reason why I know what a Sadie Hawkins is. So, these two guys are right on that. But, for Gen Z in, Intel or input or anything, free dollar contact at certain you can find me on Instagram. I mean, the U.S. is a very small contact comment of names, so I'm certain you guys Oh no, he's like, find me on Instagram. Like, I can't tell what you're saying, but I'm going to try to at mention, I'm going to try to DM you and be like, uh, your voicemails. This reminds me, like, if you, uh, you know, people can always send it. We have never mentioned this, but I know Magnified Pod has done this and some other podcasts I've listened to that I, we don't even know personally have done this. Oh, um, we've gotten them before. Yeah, you send us a voice memo by email to sadiehawkinspod at gmail.com. And hopefully it's just a little clearer. I mean, the voicemail is just supposed to be a convenience thing. But, yeah, if this ends up happening, I, I feel bad. But I love hearing from, from, like, a hometowner, you know? I like yeah. hearing from somebody who's, like, yeah. right at the source. Yeah. Anyway, I, I love the show. I plan on keep listening. But after the last couple of months, we'll see you guys. You're, like, family and me. You're part. You're one of the best parts of my week. Thank you, guys. Oh, well, that's great. Thank you. Thank we appreciate you. that. We appreciate... Yeah, I have a relationship like that with podcasts that I've listened to forever where I feel like they're family and I... You know, actually, that the, yeah. the podcast I've been listening to the longest in my entire life, I started listening to podcasts in 2010, the year we were married. That's when I discovered the... Really, that's when I discovered podcasts. And I started listening to a bunch of different podcasts, mostly like comedians that I was familiar with. And I've stopped listening to almost all of them because <laughs> I've gotten like tired of them or the show changed or the show ended or canceled. Doug Benson is the only podcast I still listen to for, for the last 13 years. So I feel like he's family to me as well. But I'm just kidding because he's a very famous comedian. And he smokes the devil's lettuce. <laughs> he's a pot comedian. He's a... I'm just kidding. Anyway, I appreciate that when, you know, you feel like you, uh, yeah, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. We love that. Love. Thank you for, like, letting us into your ears. I felt like I was getting a little too vulnerable. Like, I appreciate it when you... We do appreciate it. We do appreciate it. Thank you. So thank you for your voicemails. And I'm sorry that that didn't come in very clearly, but that's amazing. That's all amazing information. I did have some other DMs. So what I did was... deciding to take the week off i sent out a tweet and i posted it to our instagram to say hey we're taking the week off things are crazy right now let us know your personal sadie hawkins dance stories chelsea cummings on instagram said yes my school did one did a sadie hawkins dance when i was a sophomore or junior I don't remember who I asked and went with, but I remember the boy I liked went with someone else who asked and then rejected me at the dance. So I found a so I found a paper heart decoration, ripped it in half, and placed it over my actual heart. Parenthesis the drama. <laughs> There's a picture of me and my friends lying on the gym floors, parenthesis, gross, <laughs> and, I, and I can see the paper heart in my shirt. I had such big, big dreams for the dance because of Relying K, but I was only left disappointed. Oh, that's oh, sad. That's sad. Thank you. That's a bummer. Thank you, Chelsea, for sharing that. And I think this he is- He wasn't worth it. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah, what a jerk. 
So then Brett uh, Buchanan, Brent Buchanan on Any Instagram. Any relation to uh, Mitch, Mitch Buchanan, and <laughs> Mitch and Obi Buchanan. <laughs> oh, we're so close. If... It's been a little, it's been a tiny B plot of Sadie Hawkins' dance. We're almost done with Baywatch. Yeah, we're in Baywatch Hawaii in, now, which is, oof, it's rough. Baywatch Hawaii, which had two seasons, some sources refer to it as Baywatch Season 9. And the final season of any version of Baywatch. Real rough. Gets real rough. <laughs> Although, like, they have moments. They have moments where they're, like, they found their own thing in this Baywatch spinoff set in Hawaii that barely has Mitch and barely has any of the things that made the original Baywatch what it was. They kind of figure out some stuff, but that's really episode by episode. That's just, like, here and there they kind of figure some things out. It's 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 getting rough. I'm still looking forward, though. Tom Arnold's going to pop up as a tourist in one episode. <laughs> I, I feel like he, he showed up on regular Baywatch at some point as well as a tourist. No, 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 no. It was a Baywatch Hawaii episode. Oh, okay. I knew we'd seen him already. <laughs> because we watched the... Because since we had been watching... Because Baywatch was our... You know, this is a City Hawkins dance episode. Some some people might be listening to this with no, you know, not feeling like we're family. Right. <laughs> and knowing, but we started watching Baywatch as our feel-good pandemic show. And we're almost done with it now after three years. And when we were a good, like, six seasons in, we checked out the Baywatch streaming channel. And it was just happened to be playing an episode of Baywatch Hawaii. And we're like... We don't know who any of these characters are, but let's just check out a little bit of this, and hopefully there's no big spoilers for Baywatch. <laughs> there wouldn't have been. But, I mean, technically there could be, but not in that mm-hmm. one random episode. And and Tom Arnold was in it. Anyway, Brett Buchanan, who I do not think is related to the fictional <laughs> character Mitch Buchanan or Obi Buchanan, says, My school was supposed to have a Sadie Hawkins dance. But then a few girls complained that if they got rejected by guys, it would be bad for their self-esteem and confidence. So they just changed their minds and told us guys had to be the ones to ask. LOL. Well, what's the point of having a Sadie Hawkins dance? Yeah. Then, well, at least you still had a winter formal or whatever it is that they, they do instead. Right. I didn't think about, like... In a school that is, like, you know, properly affirming to all lifestyles, I guess a Sadie Hawkins dance isn't something you can necessarily easily do because it does yeah. conform to gender norms of girls ask the guys. And what, I guess we're just going to get into the, to the episode now. Dudes can be a lot harsher when they're, like, nah, not interested as well. You right. know, like, I feel like girls usually, unless they're, like, a mean girl, they usually try and, like, sugarcoat it or, like... Let you down nicely or just yeah. say yes and go to the dance with you anyway and then just be like, yeah, but we're just friends. Yeah, let's get that. that, that I like this. Let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about this. So we didn't we talked about the history of Sadie Hawkins dances, the whole like weird way in which that's based off of a comic strip and how the guy who created it is an absolute creeper. Jessica told me more facts about that behind the scenes. And I'm like, ooh, bad guy. But let's talk about the let's to get into the song discussion again, and then we'll lead into more of your research findings and the covers that I have and the fan videos. Let's talk about Sadie Hawkins dances in general. So yeah, like you're right. I would think that 
Because women are more, you know, like, no offense, but women yeah. tend to be more in touch with their feelings and emotions. And so they're like, oh, I don't really, you know, like, I'm not into him, but, like, I want, I wouldn't want to let him down and, like, make him feel bad. Whereas guys are just like, ah, whatever, I don't like you. And it's constantly, I mean, that in and of itself, forget dances. That's a problem for women overall that they have to deal with. Is some guy comes up and is interested in them. And a lot of time, and, and many times... I hear the stories. I'm not a woman, but I understand. I, I've heard about it firsthand from you, but I've heard about it firsthand from other friends, and I hear about it in media. That, like, a girl gets, like, you know, attention from a guy that she's not interested in. And instead of saying, you know, thank you, but I'm not really interested, and maybe because she has a social circle with them, and she knows she's going to see this person and be in close quarters with this person, she's like, no, not really. She tries to let him down easy. It's a consistent narrative that women have to deal with the crappiness of men of letting a guy down easy so as not to hurt his feelings, but him not getting the picture, yeah. right? So then imagine how that, yeah, then how that works out in a dance situation right? or a big formal coming up and asking, no, I'm, I'm, I'm busy. I got to wash my hair. Right. Like that's the trope <laughs> that's been around since the 40s. Yeah. No, I got to wash my hair. Instead of just saying, no, I'm not interested in you. Girls are more considerate yeah. to feelings. And then men don't understand that. Yeah. And then they keep asking the girl or keep approaching her. She's like, no, I got to keep washing my hair. And like, get the hint, dude. <laughs> get the hint. But yeah, you're right. And then a woman, would, a girl would ask out a guy, even though the song itself presents it as like this cute thing where everyone's, it's basically like a high school musical where everybody's half, everybody's friends. And even like the bad girl, the Sharpay is still technically, <laughs> she might technically be the antagonist, but really she's their friend. Sharpay, as far as tell she's, she, Sharpay's barely a villain when you think about, like, she's not, she's not a villain. When you think about the history of that franchise. So it's like, yeah, everyone's friends in the Reliant K, Sadie Hawkins dance world. No one's going to hurt anyone's feelings. Right. But in real life, a girl goes up to a guy and is like, I want to take you to the Sadie Hawkins. No. No. Wow. That, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then at that point, for, for like Brett's school to be like, Okay, the school's like, okay, the guys have to ask the girls. Well, don't even pretend it's a Sadie Hawkins dance yeah. at that point. <laughs> but then, yeah, I didn't think about last week in terms but of, also, like... But also, like, why can't everybody just, like, ask each other? Again, because girls are too afraid of getting let down. Right. Like, harshly. Yeah. See, that's that's what's sweet and honestly, like, what makes it feel like the high school musical thing in the Sadie Hawkins dance world of the Reliant K song is I don't imagine anyone getting their feelings trampled on in the way that Matt Thiessen presents this world of a Sadie Hawkins dance where the guy, where the girls ask the guys, it's always a surprise. There's nothing better. Like there's, there's, there's a lot of things better than getting rejected when a girl, you know, and it was a great experiment for generations. It was a great like idea for generations yeah. to be like, here is a social situation where we flip the gender normative the women ask the men out and especially like i mean i can get into like the, i was touching on like the where we are now with gender as a society but just like even come up to the point of like the 80s the 90s like just to even flip the script and be like girls are going to ask the guys out on dates 
Like, that would almost seem, like, devilish and evil in certain communities. Right. But, like, no, this is the fun thing based on the comic strip. Right. So you kind of temper it with that, like, this is a fun thing. And it's almost like a it's almost like a Rodgers and Hammerstein musical. Like, everyone's going to have a good time and the girls are going to ask the guys. And, you know, but then to think in a real-world situation based on uh, geolocation, based on your state, based on your, like community based on different things like no things the temperament of your of you know your school like how how mean your school may be or how much more communal and safe your school may be it really depends on how much a sadie hawkins dance is actually a good idea or not and then yeah so i was touching on it but i didn't think about like how does how do lgbtq people navigate a Sadie Hawkins dance in 2022 2023 I mean I'm sure there are ways to make that sweet like if if you are an LGBT person you might hear a song like Sadie Hawkins dance and be like I want to go on a Sadie Hawkins dance and even though I'm a guy and I'm going to ask a guy or I'm a girl and I'm going to ask a girl I still dream of doing having a Sadie Hawkins dance so that can still be sweet and there should be some way of doing making that happen but, like, at the same time, it seems like Sadie Hawkins dances are a novelty mm-hmm. at this point in our society. Yeah. Like, they just kind of happen when, like, people just kind of think about it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. like the school administration or the school, the uh, the student Your council. Your still just run by boomers, think, so right. they're like, okay, we're going to do this thing. <laughs> but it could be, be seen as, like, a novelty. Like, the homecoming is a thing that doesn't happen in every community. But it still happens in some communities because it's a tradition. It's a tradition. But a Sadie Hawkins dance may be a tradition in some random communities across the country and across the sort of Western world. But I can't imagine, you know, I don't know. Like, I, it's probably not that. It's it's probably more like, there's probably more situations where it's like some teenagers who really love the Reliant K song and things. And they just are like, we really want to do a Sadie Hawkins dance because it sounds like a cool old timey thing to do. And that, to go on to, like, the thrust of this episode, which will come after you go back through your deep dive. (laughs) But when I was doing the uh, YouTube deep dive for this episode, before we decided to definitely split it in two parts, searching for Sadie Hawkins dance stuff on YouTube is so difficult. Because there's tons of Sadie Hawkins dance content that has nothing to do with Reliant K. And I did the in title comma Reliant K in title comma Sadie Hawkins dance, you know, search descriptors to find videos that are definitely Reliant K Sadie Hawkins dance related. But then I realized I got to like take the words Reliant K out of there because I think a lot of people have made because a lot of people have made YouTube comments content without Reliant K explicitly tagged. But like they're fan videos or they are Sadie Hawkins dance pr- proposal videos, basically like promposal videos. Mm-hmm. And people might have like gone on TikTok or gone on on Spotify and just typed in Sadie Hawkins dance. And sure, they probably sure. never heard of Reliant K, but tagged right. this band that they have no personal like attachment to. But this is the Sadie Hawkins dance song. So there's so much content on YouTube that there's no way I did not capture all of it. Whereas normally I try to capture, at least capture every link of every YouTube bit of media possible for a song. I couldn't do that this week. I couldn't do that this week. I couldn't do that two weeks ago. But we'll try our best 
to go through. We'll go through the notes I did capture and we'll go through, we'll try to see what we can dig up after that. But first, because this isn't our usual format, I'm interested in hearing more of your deep dive from last week before, or do you want to do a break before we do that? <laughs> no, we can, we can get into the deep dive. Before the break. Okay. Yeah. But before we do the deep dive, you were teasing it ahead of the, uh, the, oh, what yeah. do you call that? The bumper? <laughs> the intro? What? <laughs> I thought that flowed so well to your segment and then you're like, oh yeah, oh yeah. I teased it, didn't I? Okay. Yeah. So, so. So the day that we recorded this, I mean, I'm timing it for anyone who's paying close attention, but the day that we're recording this, I uh, I got these replies from Matt Hoops. So let me go to the original tweet because we got tons of engagement. So this morning, I log on to our Twitter and it's always fun like when you have, like, because I have so many Twitter accounts, this happens once in a while, but Twitter has this thing where like once you re- reach 20 notifications... It just says 20 plus for some reason, Twitter, and this is not a Elon Musk recent thing. This is the way it's always <laughs> works. Once you reach 20 notifications, it stops like counting, I guess. So you're, it doesn't like brick your phone if you have like a majorly uh, viral tweet or something. Mm-hmm. So we suddenly have like, fi- like above 20 notifications as like, Ooh, something good happened. <laughs> we got attention from someone and it was Matt hoops. So let me find this thing. So yesterday, on the Saturday before we released this, on January 7th, I wrote, Have you heard the re-recorded version of Sadie Hawkins' dance? What do you think of it? Is this in your regular rotation, or do you pretend it's not there? What other Reliant K songs would you like them to re-record? Total, like, pandering, like, please engage with us sort of tweet that I do once in a while. And I put a YouTube link to the Sadie Hawkins Dance 10-year reunion version that is on the Goatee Records 20-year anniversary compilation, which we talked about last week. Gets very numeratically confusing. Hoops, the next morning, says, This is so funny. I don't even remember... (laughs) I don't even remember doing this. (laughs) And then now this is Danny speaking. Uh, I think he like shortened his response so it would fit into the tweet. These seem to be his thoughts on the song, having heard it for what it feels to him the first time. <laughs> Amazing. His thoughts are too slow, unnecessary changes. <laughs> although it does have some on, although it does have some honest, honest triedness in it. I suppose it does have some honest. They tried right. in it. I suppose. Um, I oh, it wrote he wrote tiredness, but I think he meant tridness. I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't want to speak for him. He wrote, although it does have some honest tiredness in it, but he must have meant tridness because he put a parent, he put an apost, he put a hyphen between between tired and ness. And Maybe they were tired when they recorded it. Uh, would be interesting to take another crack at this if the moment was right. So he's saying, like, maybe we'd try to make a Sadie Hawkins dance 20th anniversary version. Let's do it. So uh, then that got tons of engagement. Way more likes on his reply than on our original well, tweet. Naturally. <laughs> naturally. 
I replied, the underlying organ notes make me uneasy. Otherwise, I would enjoy this version more. I replied, hoops, and I say that. Josh, reliable Josh of the Reliable J podcast says, Danny, I still hate you for pointing that out to me. I can't unhear it. <laughs> but then Matt Hoop says, yeah, I agree with that. Nice. <laughs> I really feel like that underlying organ note is too much. Mm-hmm. And I was re-listening to, you know, having this extra two weeks, I got more time to listen to both the gold and the non-gold version. And there is a sustaining guitar note that rings out at different points in the song, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't stay for the whole song. So I kind of got the sense of maybe they kind of like take that sustaining guitar note, but turn it into an organ and keep it for the whole song. And it... Only the note only alters like at the end of certain measures. So it is a little too much. And and here Matt Hoops agrees. <laughs> so then John Schneck replies to Hoops and says, We did this with Markley Townsend. It was very quick. Which we talked about with Matt with uh sorry, with John Schneck when he was on our show for the Be Your Man episode. He mentioned how, you know, we talked about it last week, two weeks ago, but we talked about how Schneck remembered this being part of the K is for karaoke sessions. That the joke was Reliant K doing karaoke of Reliant K, but then they left it off the K is for karaoke album. I replied, hoping for a little bit of extra information. Uh, That's not quite how it worked out, but it did work out. I said, here's the timeline that we understand. Recorded circa 2011 during karaoke sessions. Held off of karaoke. Released in 2014 on Goatee 20 Comp and online as an online promo. I didn't say online twice. And as an online promo for Mm-hmm 10 Tour. If this is incorrect or incomplete, we definitely want to know. And Hoops replied, sounds about right. I think I'm remembering it more now, but still odd. Ha ha ha. It's <laughs> funny. So that was hilarious that like he didn't remember that they recorded this version and he hasn't heard it in years. Right. Like, I guess he doesn't go looking for deep cuts on Spotify (laughs) of his own band. I mean, why, why would you? (laughs) Now, having had the extra two weeks to, uh, listen to the song more, I have to say for absolute certain, the non gold original CD mix of this song is vastly superior oh, to what's on streaming today. They remixed the album in twenty two thousand and they remixed the album in two thousand six. And the original two thousand two mix on the original CD is so much better. And we talked about it last week, but listening to it again, I was getting some more sense of why it's so much better. Tyson's vocals are way stronger, way up in the mix. Dave's drumming is also higher up in the mix. And everything is just drowned out in the 2006 and the streaming mix. And I'm cool. I understand they wanted to get back in the studio and kind of remix everything so that it kind of was a little bit more on par with the production decisions of... mm -hmm. But... Like, I wish both versions were available Mm -hmm. because I just find the 2002 mix of Sadie Hawkins' Dance to be so incredibly vastly superior. And even though there are some gold and non-gold mixes where the changes to me feel negligible, this is one where it just doesn't even compare. There's also, like, 
one other note that I found between the gold mix and the non-gold mix is that on the current mix on streaming, the gold mix, the 2006 mix, Tyson's vocals are like swimming in reverb. Like there's all this reverb on his vocals, which I feel like is that in some engineering sense, like a uh, 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 makeup for just how, you know, drowned out the rest of the vocals sound. Mm-hmm. Cause in the original 2002 mix, his vocals are so up and strong and powerful right. and leading the song, the drums and the vocals are leading the song, but then everything is mixed so level in the 2006 mix. And then they add this extra reverb to Tyson's vocals. I'm like, is this a patch? Because like you leveled everything so evenly that you realize how drowned out it was. And you had to like add this extra reverb. Like I'm, I, I don't know enough about engineering to really know these things. I don't know. All I know is that the 10 year reunion version is the vastly superior version of all city. Hawkins Wait, what, 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 what? <laughs> Speaking of, we did realize, we figured out after last week's episode, there is another version of this. So there are four versions of this song, correct? Right. I forgot about the Rhapsody acoustic sessions. Hey, future Danny here. And I am conflating the Rhapsody sessions with these mysterious acoustic sessions that get bounced around by fans on fan Google Drives. If you actually know where these acoustic sessions come from, please let us know. I've been looking for information about them. They don't seem to be from the Rhapsody sessions, and I don't understand. But I'm going to put them on YouTube with a little information, and hopefully someone out there can fill us in, and I will update that info. Which aren't on YouTube, like in an easily found place. It's in one of those Google Drives that the fans pass around. And I had downloaded it months or years ago. And it was when we were editing. Ooh, last I feel night. like we're doing a Grateful Dead podcast now. <laughs> it's when we were editing. I think the Rhapsody originals are on SoundCloud. And I think I didn't even go to SoundCloud because there was so much stuff right. on YouTube. I was like, I can't handle this. <laughs> um, but anyway... Thank you to Matt Hoops for technically being on this episode of Sadie Hawkins Dance. <laughs> Sadie Hawkins Pod. Ooh, I did it! I finally did it between the two episodes. That's the first time I mixed up the words dance and pod. Um, she, you think we should say, like, quote-unquote guest, Matt, T- In Matt Hoops? In no way should we do that. <laughs> if we ever want to actually get him on the pod, we should not do that. <laughs> Brian Fletcher replied and said, I cannot wait for the Sadie Hawkins dance 50 year reunion (laughs) version. Uh, Sadie Oakleaf. I just find that funny that her name is actually Sadie said, it's really good though. It's more comfortable and mature in ways the original could never be. It's what makes, if that makes any sense. So I guess like musically mature. And uh, Paravinatilier, a.k.a. April, said, I also completely forgot this existed, and I quote-unquote bought it. Safe to say, it's not in my regular rotation. I feel like there was one other uh, quote tweet that I should mention. Here it is. Matt's music, Rebel Radio, Radio with a Zero, Said Sadie Hawkins Pod out here teaching the artist about their own music. (laughs) 
And then Matt's music continues, which honestly I understand. Sometimes you record things that are later cut or you've just done so much across your career that you start to forget some things 10 years out. I asked Jason Dunn about Joy to the World in an interview, and he kind of forgot about it. So, what else about Sadie Hawkins' dance? (laughs) I don't know, but why don't we go ahead now and actually take our break, and then we'll come back with deep dives. It'll just be like a regular episode. We're just back on track (laughs) like we should have been last week when we humiliated ourselves with a 90-minute episode. we got to make up for it. we got to have a four-hour episode this week. Let's do it. Thank you so much for listening to Sadie Hawkins Pod. If you want to join the conversation, please contact us with thoughts on this episode, your corrections, and your Reliant K memories at our voicemail line, 402-95-SADIE, or send an email to sadiehawkinspod at gmail.com. You can also visit our socials. Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok are all at Sadie Hawkins Pod, where you can see the visuals we discuss on the podcast each week. You can also visit sadiehawkinspod.com for easy access to all these links, as well as our merch store for shirts, mugs, and stickers. And on Facebook, search for Sadie Hawkins Group to discuss our show and Reliant K. It's admin by Danny, so honestly, you can probably post almost anything there. We also want to thank our patrons at patreon.com slash sadiehawkinspod, who include Samantha, Matthew, Bjorn, Emily, Isaac, Kindle, Joshua, Daniel, Jay, Joel, Connor, Michael, Samantha, Jimmy Eat Pod, This Might Be a Podcast, Tucker, and Brady. Join our Patreon now for two monthly bonus episodes. Unlock dozens of existing bonus apps, including Chaos for Karaoke songs, every chapter of the complex infrastructure known as the Female Mind Book, stickers, guitar picks, and a special Patreon-exclusive shirt when you have donated a lifetime contribution of $60. Whether you join the Patreon or not, we appreciate that you have a lot of choices for podcasts out there in the world, so it's nice that you chose us. Thanks. Last time in our deep dive, we covered TikToks and song meanings and spot alike and song facts and all that fun stuff. So we are starting off with... I know what I want to hear, but I want to hear, what are you, what are you going to say? Uh, lyricsmode.com, where you can ask for clarification slash what a lyric means. <laughs> the original genius. And again, the, uh, the only one that is highlighted here is, baby, do you like my sweater? Right. And because they never got the answer. I can't imagine anyone's listening to part two when they didn't listen to part one, but that was like, the thing that you discovered was the 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 lyric do you like my sweater just knocked people for a loop like they don't yeah. get it like i always got it it's yeah. like he's asking his date that asked him do you like the sweater i'm wearing with my khaki pants for the dance because we learned that the Sadie Hawkins dance is is a little less formal yeah so this was requested by Lil Chevy and unfortunately they never got an answer so hopefully they're listening next up we have parody lyrics over on amiright.com. Yay! This is what I was excited for. <laughs> I was excited to hear this lat two weeks ago. I didn't get to hear it. And then when I was editing the episode, I was like, oh no, we didn't get the parody song this week. I'm so excited. So original song title, Sadie Hawkins Dance. Original performer, Reliant K. Parody song title, 
acts a joke, or the ACT. Oh no, it sounds as esoteric. Parody writer by ACT hater or act hater. I, I, this, this is you, like one of those te- standardized test things that you have to do in oh, school. Okay. See um, now with with a parody, hearing re- seeing somebody's parody lyrics written down on a website, usually amiright.com. I want something like really ridiculous. You know, if it's going to be esoteric and very personal to their lives, like complaining about the neighbor upstairs who's too loud, like in their own personal life, like that can be magical. That can be magical. (laughs) But no, I want like, I want it to be broad and over the top and ridiculously bad. But this just sounds like... It's like the SATs. The ACT is a standardized test used for college admissions in the United States. It is currently administered by ACT, a nonprofit organization of the same name. The ACT test covers four academic skill areas, English, mathematics, reading, and scientific (laughs) reasoning. If you have to explain the parody ahead of time... It also offers an optional direct writing test. Well, you you know, we're a, a little separated from, from college, and you didn't actually have to take any of those tests to get into our college. <laughs> so you just had to write a check. Um, the lyrics. Sitting in the back of the portable testing. After last night, I should be resting. My eyes are burning, but I keep on writing. My body tries to move, but my brain keeps fighting. Chorus. Axe a joke. Oh, this poor person. My neck in a rope. It'd be much better than this shit. We just test all day. Just work, no play. Is this test over? I'm so not coming back sober. (laughs) This isn't in the spirit of a pre-collapsible lung song with all the reference to (laughs) alcoholism and attempted suicide. Swears. Swears. Ellie is prowling like a tomcat. Dean just stole my water and won't give it back. Oh, boy. I've spent 10 minutes staring at the same (laughs) bubble. Every time we stop, the questions seem to double. Oh, the bubble, like, in the test. Chorus. Oh, man. Oh, then we do the chorus again. Axe joke. Put my neck in a rope. It's it'd be much better than this shit. We just test all day. Just work. No play. Is this test over? I'm so not coming back sober. So not coming back sober. <laughs> it's already a shoehorn. You know, Matt Thiessen already shoehorned as many lyrics as he could into every measure. <laughs> but when you also add on top of that parodies and some of the worst thing you can, the worst thing you can kind of do in a parody is try to add too many syllables to the original meter of the line. Like you can do that. You can do that once in a while. If it kind of, if it kind of like works as a joke where I, I shoved this word in where it's normally too long, but you can't do that consistently and have it actually remain funny. It just sounds like you didn't do a good enough job trying to find the right lyrics to match the parody of the original song to the theme that you want to make it about. We have alphabetically defied our seating. This portable... We have alphabetically defined defied our seating... This portable seems like ass and has no heating. I this think maybe portable they may- seems like ass and has no heating. I think they meant smells. Smells like ass and has no heating. Unless they mean... This is so esoteric. Unless they mean how some schools will uh, run out of space in their building and they'll get those like those trailers right those office trailers that like construction sites use i went to a school that had that situation 
I took the PSATs and we had to go to the local like uh, public high school to take them because our they wouldn't administer them in our, in our right. small private school. I've talked about a school I went to in ninth grade that was a small Christian private school, but they had bought a you know dis disused public high school building from the city from the town. Uh, so that it was like the normal size of a regular high school. It had hundreds of kids. And it also wasn't like one denomination because it served all kinds of Christian communities from all around the state. But they ran out of floor room. They ran mm-hmm. out of space. And they bought those office trailers that yeah. construction sites use. Yeah, we had those um, at my school in middle school. That was like the whole thing was made out of those. Um, a 22 or higher I must earn. But right now all I care about... Right now, all I care about is getting it to burn. I guess they mean is getting it to burn. I'm all done being smart and cunning. Oh, they just used cunning again uh, (laughs) instead of, uh, yeah. I'm watching the clock so I can start running. So I can go home and go to bed. So I can go home and go to bed. Oh, don't we all feel that way? I drive right home and burst through the door, jump (laughs) from my bed, and land face down on the floor. Sorry, I'm moving a bag of snacks over. And then it says, repeat chorus until it drives you insane. Uh, Oh, repeat the chorus until it drives you insane? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, thank you, ACT hater. (laughs) Wow. So angsty. <laughs> so specifically Those angsty. Those tests suck, Danny. They're stupid. They measure nothing. They're dumb. I absolutely agree. I'm just saying, like, so much effort put into a very a not very good parody. <laughs> we have even more uh, lyric interpretations over on Lyric Interpretations. April, we were doing so good. <laughs> We were doing so good. We got so far into the podcast before you want started wanting attention. Anonymous said, this is one of the most self-explanatory Relang K songs ever. He is obviously in high school getting asked to the Sadie Hawkins dance. Seems sometimes it's okay to look on the surface. <laughs> in what way is it about Jesus, though? That's what I'm looking for. Uh... Gabba System said, oh, and you can rate these too. So Anonymous rated it four out of five stars. Now Gabba System rated this song three out of five stars and said, he passes the bathroom and keeps on smiling with the air guitar strumming. Confidence, a performer. Napping in class gets up, (laughs) gives, napping in class gets up, gives a speech and bows to the applause. Sitting by the cheerleaders, asked if he wants a Beating, clever, cunning, cunning He's is the only word out. as rhyme to stunning that I that I doesn't work for me. Words are an art form. That is what this song is about. The next line makes up for it. Words are an art form, and that's what this post is teaching me. Runs into a girl April! so stunning. A girl so stunning. This is my favorite line. She is out of the box. He is out of the box. These kinds of people don't peak in high school like jocks and cheerleaders often do. They know it's just the beginning. She says you're smooth and she likes his talk. That's because he's smart en- she's smart enough to understand it. She doesn't ask but tells him you're going with me. My kind of girl equals my kind of guy minus my kind of friends past and present. Confidence talent smarts and most importantly enthusiasm for life he likes surprise 
I think he knows he will be asked, but he has no idea who will this do feels the like, asking. Like, this feels like beatnik poetry. This feels like... <laughs> what do you call that? <laughs> beat poetry? No, yeah, beat poetry. This feels like off-the-cuff, like, improvised. Right. Like. In tough times, people will... Yeah, it's just like a stream of consciousness. In tough times... <laughs> In tough times, people like this never opt out of life because they can't wait to I'm see what happens next. This also drives the creative spirit. The khakis tells you nothing. Wait, the khakis tell nothing. Baby, do you like my sweater? I can imagine what his sweater might look like, question mark. But the stunner he found would probably laugh. This is so stream of consciousness. It's so strange. It's his mind, not his clothes. And the baby is what dumb boys call... Is this a scholarly paper? Is is what dumb boys call women and girls... As a preface, not smooth, not smooth, clever men. I don't understand what's happening anymore. Oh my gosh, it keeps going. It's amazing. Keep going. He might say this to any girl and get a different reaction. What she says tells him a lot, and he could care less whether they like his sweater. The stunner has heard baby a million times. It's a joke. She'll laugh and ask if he's found a baby and... Who's given an option? Does he baby often? Because only dig me guys baby. He'll try and respond. But he's starting to laugh too. Beat slam poetry. Yeah. That's the phrase I was looking for. This is slam poetry. She's proven she's more than just a pretty face. Stunner says stop. I want your talk later baby i love it whether it obnoxious cool dorky ugly whatever i'm going to buy us a match for the sadie hawkins dance matching sweaters are tradition for those who don't know this is slam poetry (laughs) this is more artistically sound than that parody about hating the uh the the tests how now brown bureaucrat is that The Simpsons? That's The Simpsons when Homer imagines dropping an atomic bomb on the beatniks. <laughs> uh, so that that was, that last comment was posted March 20th, 2008. Uh, this next one is from Anonymous from September 4th, 2007. And they gave this four and a half out of five stars. The line, do you like my sweater, most likely refers to the narrator's insecurity about his looks and how he wants to fit in with the in crowd. That's a much deeper read on that specific lyric. I can't poo-poo that, but, uh, you know. Uh, Anonymous on February 15th, 2007, rated this four and three quarter stars out of five. You can, like, choose I can't how believe Anonymous, the is, hacking group, started their, uh, <laughs> their, jo- their work as uh, commenting on Reliant K lyrics. This song is clearly the best by Reliant K. It's about how a boy... Struggling through school with social abilities is having to cope with not being asked by a girl to the dance. Then finally, he is asked just for being himself the whole time. Baby, do you like my sweater is the best line in the whole song, even though it makes no sense at all. It makes complete sense. (laughs) What's wrong with people? (laughs) Which is why on September 4th, 2007, Anonymous... uh, said the do you like my sweater refers to the the, the sweater he wore to the Sadie Hawkins dance yeah. and he sees the girl and he says do you like the sweater that I'm wearing to the dance I've been talking about the khaki pants nobody questions the khaki pants how hard is this to follow he says Sadie Hawkins dance in my khaki pants the only other piece of clothing he Danny's mentions in the song is a circuit. <laughs> think about it trace this trace this with me folks if this is 
Befummixed you? That's not a word. If this is befuddled or flummoxed, befuddled, you. Think about it. He sings about one piece of clothing: Sadie Hawkins' dance in my khaki pants. There's nothing better. He's wearing the khaki pants to the Sadie Hawkins dance. You don't question that. Nobody questions that. One second later, he says, "Do you like my sweater?" He mentions the second piece of clothing he's clearly wearing the sweater with the khaki pants to the dance that's that's it that's the end khaki pants to the dance uh then the boys from canton made it to urban dictionary <laughs> is that is it because of us <laughs> Are, you think we made it to urban dictionary no it's just the sadie hawkins dance a dance when the girls ask the guy is also a popular song by reliant k oh you're saying the fe- our boys from canton you're not yes. saying the phrase. I miss. I misunderstood what you were saying. I thought you were saying the phrase "boys from Canton" was on Urban Dictionary. Oh no no no! no. Sorry sorry. <laughs> I'm saying the boys from Canton made yeah. it to Urban Dictionary. Gotcha. Yeah. Awesome. Submitted June twentieth, two thousand six. I want to ask Nate to the Sadie Hawkins dance. I think Mary already did. Damn. <clears throat> Uh, then we have a live journal post about the re-release, the uh, the 10-year reunion version. Oh, perfect. Perfect that you're mentioning that. Because literally right this second... You just started a live journal? No. <laughs> just this moment, we got a reply to that tweet that I was talking about that Hoops replied to from someone else. Jason White who is at Future Roscoe on Twitter, wrote, At Creation Fest 2007, I was talking to Dave Douglas, and he said that the one thing he'd change on Sadie Hawkins' dance is not to do the double bass kick on the chorus. Seems like that memo reached Ethan with the 10-year anniversary version, the 10-year reunion version. Interesting. Yeah. I got another note (laughs) creatively about that version right as you're ready to talk about it again. Uh, So over on LiveJournal, Burnt X to Ashes wrote in Oh No They Didn't on July 9th, 2014. Uh, Well, they just posted the the thing. They just posted the The YouTube YouTube video video of the 10 year version. And then it has 58 comments on that. Oh, wow. This song rocks. I'm glad that this is the very first version of the song that has ever existed. Lexi Badger on July 10th, 2014 responded, Whoa, was not expecting to see a Reliant K post on ONTD. I don't know what that is. Which means. is, oh no, they didn't. I guess it's a live journal page. Oh, okay. I'm not really sure how live journal works. So many flashbacks to my old high school Jesus freaky days. Huh. Reliant K played a show in my friend's backyard once. My friend lived in an old farmhouse, awesome. so it was a huge <laughs> yard, but still, it was a backyard LMAO. It was supposed to be this big outdoor event, and it was backed by the local Christian radio station, but it still kind of flopped a bit, and I'm pretty sure they had no idea WTF they got themselves into. The drummer they had at the time was super nice, though. I mean, like I said, I saw that I've said it a million times, but I saw them at a, uh, I saw them in 2001 at a Boy Scout camp that I only went, I didn't go to the Boy Scout camp. I just went to the Reliant K show and there were like eight people there. And then I went to a battle of the bands at some random Catholic 
college or something or high school in Massachusetts that was co-headlined by Mercury Switch, the Christian local New Hampshire uh, metalcore band. And then the opener was a battle of the bands. Amazing. So Reliant K, you know, up through all their youth group, what we what you would call their youth group days, up until mm-hmm, when they really started only playing real venues, they were playing weird little shows like that that they would get booked on. The, uh, the underground Detroit youth group show. <laughs> uh, everybody else is just talking about, oh, here we go. I was going to say, everybody else is just kind of commenting on, like, nostalgia stuff, but... CPB 1220 on July 9th, 2014 said, loved them in MXPX in high school. Thanks to my religions friend who was in youth group. Uh, I won't go all ballistic and say relying uh, MXPX is not a Christian band anymore because back then that's what they're talking about. Yeah, Danny. It was so funny on the MXPX Facebook group. Someone was someone made a post. About because MXPX has a lot of Christmas songs, and they were like, MXPX has the best Christmas punk songs, but their spell check changed Christmas to Christian. I don't even know if I'm verbatim saying what their post was, but it was definitely they were trying to say, MXPX, I love their Christmas punk songs, or right. they have the best Christmas punk songs. This time sure. of year, I always listen to MXPX's. Christmas punk songs. Their spell check changed it to Christian by mistake, and the comments underneath went ballistic. And I was like, anyway, I was having a great time. I didn't even join in. I just watched. I just watched you the just chaos. Watched the world burn. I watched the world burn. <laughs> and I was and like, you, it was something you had nothing to do with. It was shockingly. something I had nothing to do with. I'm like, <laughs> I'm glad to see things I care about being carried out by other people around the world. Wow. Because there are people like, they're not Christian anymore. They haven't been Christian in forever. And even if they are Christian today in their personal lives, it doesn't matter. That's not what reflects in their music. And like, everyone was infighting. But I was like, I don't think anyone's even fully disagreeing. Um, anyway. Next up, we have a high school article uh, from LAHS Talon. The Talon. LAHS The Talon. Hey, want to go to Sadie's? All the girls in the bathroom talking, who are they going to take to Sadie Hawkins? My ears are burning, but I kept on walking, smiling on my face, and air guitar rocking by Nicole Schreiber, staff writer, March 25th, 2008. These lyrics are from Reliant K's song, Sadie Hawkins Dance, and are a pretty accurate depiction of what goes on before the Sadie's dance. Anxiously approaching on April 14th. The Sadie's dance is a common practice among many American high schools. This tradition was originated in a cartoon strip in a cartoon strip called Lil Abner, the homeliest girl in all them hills, Sadie Hawkins was released and cha- was released was released and chased all of the town's bachelors, whichever lucky or unlucky guy she caught would be her husband. Today, how like did she never catch one? Did she finally catch one? Is that when they finally stopped doing the bit? Because this like was a long running bit. So how did that work? Um. Today, the idea of Sadie Hawkins has changed into an event in which girls are given the choice to pick whichever guy their heart desires instead of having to go with the first guy that asks her. However, see, right there, this gives girls the chance to ask whichever guy she wants instead of having to go with the first guy that asks her because women are more likely to be like, yes, I'll go with you, whereas guys are just like, no, 
However, because of this role swap, the girls are now swamped with the same pressure guys feel before homecoming or prom. Girls feel obligated to ask a guy because it is a welcome from the social guidelines for other dances, for this is one time that they have the freedom to choose their date. Girls are meticulous and don't want to ask their date like everybody else. They try to be creative and original. They give it a lot more thought than guys do. Girls try to be cute, unlike guys who just buy the girl the usual red rose, sophomore Kayla Tam said. Wait, you're telling me that sometimes guys ask ask girls to dances by giving them like a red rose? They don't just send them an email? Like, that's how I was asked from. <laughs> Memorandum, upcoming school dance, to whom it may concern, Jessica, or affiliated staff members, would you be interested in attending? This isn't me she's talking about, by the way. No. Because we didn't know each other when she was in high school. No. Because that would have been illegal. They also don't want to give the wrong impression to the guys, so they really think in depth about how they're going to pop the question. Sadie's is more of a friendly dance, Kayla said. Girls don't want it to come across that they like the guy, even if they do. It is also a much bigger deal for a girl to ask a guy because it is contradictory to what society is used to. And the Yeah, well, society should learn a thing or two. We're in a post-Joker world, folks. Oh, no. And society should do what we say. Oh, boy. Uh, And the twist in the system makes more pressure. It's always in the guy's hands, Junior Teva Norhim said. More pressure is on the girls now they they are in control. Underneath their tough facade, boys actually get nervous before the Sadie Hawkins dance. They The roles have been switched and the guys don't know what to do. They get uncomfortable because guys aren't used to waiting to be asked. They're usually the ones who have a proactive, who have to be proactive and do the asking. Guys like to have control over the situation. Guys like to have control over the situation, freshman Colin Mulkey said. It gives them the it gives them confidence. Guys don't know what to do with themselves when they have to sit on the sidelines and wait to be asked. Well, maybe they should learn. But the general male popular but the general male popular likes being asked by <laughs> girls right. because they are relieved from the pressure they usually have to cope with. However, many said they would not attend the Sadie's dance if they were not asked. Girls can go in groups, dress up, and put makeup on together. Guys can't do that, so they just don't go, sophomore Mark Conrad said. Who says? Haven't they ever seen 16 Candles? I said that last week. I said this song's basically like a John Hughes movie. Speaking of MXPX, they were all they're constant. There's a lot of uh, you know '80s movie references buried, sometimes obvious and sometimes buried in MXPX songs. So in a way, this is kind of like Reliant K writing an MXPX song by referencing sort of that '80s movie feel. Just saying. Nice. We have uh, next up the Waltonian High School Sadie Hawkins dance announcement. Uh, this is from February fourteenth. 
2008 Sadie Hawkins Dance Preview. The Sadie Hawkins Dance in my khaki pants. There's nothing better. Oh, oh, oh. The girls ask the guys. It's always a surprise. There's nothing better. Baby, do you like my sweater? The hottest event at Eastern this February is straight out of a Reliant K song. The Student Government Association's freshman class partnering with the Student Activities Board is hosting the Sadie Hawkins Dance this year on February 22nd from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. in the gym. Whoa. In the rec, in the rec gym. Although this, I love how like straight to the point this is. Come home, work sucks, what? (laughs) (laughs) Although this dance isn't the typical Sadie Hawkins day that Reliant K sang about, it is Is a good chance to do something fun and out of the ordinary on a Friday night. Is what me or you? uh, Some phone keeps going off, but I don't think it's me. It's not me. Oh, it's our third phone. Oh. Uh, Sorry. Student activities. We have like a media phone. Yeah, we have like a turned off. We have a third phone that T-Mobile insisted on giving us and it's not on most of the time, but it's on tonight because we were using it for watching a hockey game. Oh my gosh, I'll go turn it off (laughs) while you finish reading this. (laughs) Student activities board entertainment coordinator Samantha Morrow said, girls are more than welcome to ask guys as their date, but we don't want to make it just couples but something for everyone to go to. The cost to get in is $1, and Eastern photo IDs are required for admission. Look out for flyers around campus and remember to dress to impress. What if your, like, significant other goes to a different school, though? I guess they can't go. Only Eastern kids. Then we have tips on asking a guy to the Sadie Hawkins dance. Oh, I definitely want to hear this. This is over on the smokesignal.org, MSJ's official newspaper. This is from February 21st, 2012. Girls, it's that time of year again where we are in control and have the opportunity to do the unconventional. Ask a guy to a dance. Yes, that's right. The Sadie Hawkins dance is only a few weeks away, which means it's time to start figuring out who to ask and more importantly, how. One of my male friends so eloquently put... Guys don't go for the romantic stuff that girls fall for. Just straight up ask him. I guess that could be one approach to asking yeah, a guy to say guys this. like clear communication. Or you <laughs> Which could is not really true either. Or you could take the road less traveled by and go all out and have fun with it. After all, it is our one and only chance to be on the other side of the ask. It shouldn't have to be, though. Endless options await your discovery, but here are a few suggestions to get you started. One, find a guy. It's good. Good tip. Good tip right there. Look around. Find a guy. Is that a guy? This Ask is them. The, what's their pronouns? This is the most... This is probably the most difficult and most crucial step. It's important to ask someone you have a good chance with, one of your really close friends, someone you talk to a lot, or someone you get along well with. Refrain from choosing someone obscure that you've only said hi to in the hallways a few times or just occasionally smiled at. Or not! Shoot your shot! Good lord! I know it's surprising, (laughs) but but occasional eye contact does not make you quote unquote hella tight. Step two. I love this clip art on the next one of a little detective man. Step two. Find out his schedule. (laughs) It's a very clip arty clip art, like the kind of thing you'd put in a uh, in a church bulletin of a Sherlock Holmes. I love that he's smoking a uh, smoking a pipe for some reason. Um, After you've narrowed down it, 
Step two, find out his schedule. After you've narrowed it down to the guy you want to ask, find out his schedule, you can take the more Sherlock Holmes approach and subtly stalk him between his classes or go. Well, this is clearly or go the resourceful route. This is clearly light satire. And ask his friends to tell you this is an important step, as knowing his schedule can be extremely helpful during your ask. Step three: ask. Coming up with a creative way to ask a guy to say these is probably almost as difficult as choosing the actual guy. But worry not; the smoke signal has provided you with a couple of different approaches that you can take and put your own spin on. The romantic approach. And then there's a picture of a drippy heart. Freeze red colored dye water in a heart shape with a note on the inside. Give the guy, give the heart to the guy you're asking and he'll see that there's a note stuck inside and wait for it to melt. Wouldn't it get all icky? When he can read, are you using the water, like those waterproof pens and paper? When he can read the note, it won't. Well, you can see through water, even if it does have red dye in it. When he can, how do you make sure that it doesn't melt before you get there? Whatever. When he can read the note, it will say, "Now that you've melted my heart, will you go to Sadie's with me?" This is so elaborate. I this don't is... think that's a good idea. I don't think guys are going to like that. As a girl who wrote poetry and wrote poetry like about boys in high school, they don't like that. Don't Aww. do that. Don't do anything romantic. They're not going to like it. I would have liked it. Thanks, I'm Danny. sorry. But this, you know, this is something I found on YouTube. Like just looking for Sadie Hawkins dance. There's a ton of non-Reliant K-related Sadie Hawkins dance stuff, and a lot of them are Sadie Hawkins dance proposals. Oh, yeah. The more elaborate you make it, the more likely he he can't say no, because it would be too embarrassing. Right. And I think a lot of the Sadie Hawkins dance proposal videos, which are basically promposal-style things, like big, elaborate, wild, goofy, over-the-top things... In a lot of cases, they appear to be, at least at surface from an outsider's point of view, like, you know, given. Like, like they're guys and girls that are known to be friends or boyfriend-girlfriends, so they're not going to be, like, awkward. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't find any awkward things of, like, a girl really putting herself out there for a guy she barely knows. It seems to always be, like, a whole group of friends together rallying around for this one girl to make this big fun promposal style thing for her boyfriend in what is clearly not going to be a putting your heart on your sleeve and putting yourself out there at a risk thing. Mm. Not saying that those aren't on YouTube, but when I search for Relying K related Sadie Hawkins dance stuff and those come up in the algorithm, the like handful I clicks definitely were not that. One, I've already posted on the social media going weeks back. It was called Reliant M. And it's one of the many gender-bending full music video things where it's like girls being the guys in the song. Or There are a ton of other ones where guys are being the girl mentioned in the song. And this one, Reliant M on YouTube, it's actually a promposal for the guy, like, it's a group of her uh, uh, her and her gal pals all together doing a full music video to Sadie Hawkins dance to prompose to this one guy. Ah, uh, the next one is straight up out of like a 90s or early 2000s rom-com. That clip art right there. 
that clip art uh-huh. I used, it's the blonde girl reaching out to the nerdy guy and uh-huh. it says dance. I used that nice. on a social media post in the last week. That's for the nerdy approach, which we'll get to next. So the edible approach. <laughs> Just find some loser who's definitely not going to say no. The way to any guy's heart oh, is through his stomach. Any ask involving food is an almost guaranteed acceptance i don't know about that again you can go simple and just make them a sandwich it's what they've wanted for so long anyways what is this from the 50s they just want you to make them a sandwich they're tired of cold lunches or or get more extravagant and make a pizza with olives or pepperoni spelling out sadie's okay i meant like you'd see like olives or pepperoni spelling out something in a movie uh, not that you'd make it yourself just remember one. when i think of the different when i think of the when the phrases hot lunch and cold lunch meant something that's usually just in school and to old-timey folks like oh man mm-hmm. i really wish i had the money for a hot lunch but that's a luxury i can't afford during the depression but when you become an adult the term hot lunch is meaningless. It's like, yeah, if I'm going to order food, I'm going to order whatever I want. Yeah, sometimes you want hot, sometimes you want cold. But whatever. in school, the term hot lunch and cold lunch is, to me, in the 90s, was still pretty relative, like, to, relevant to, uh, like, are we getting a hot lunch today or a cold lunch? The nerdy approach. Hold up a sign that says... I made a sin because I think I will have a tan of fun with you at Sadie's. If they get confused and don't understand, understand. your your punny wit, shake your head in <laughs> disapproval and walk away. They're not worthy of going with you. I, I don't understand. <laughs> well, you're not worthy of going to Sadie Hawkins. I made a sin, S-I-N, because, C-O-S, I think I will have a tan of fun with you at Sadie's. Sinkistan? I don't understand. I gotta look at this. I made a sin con. Now I just feel dumb because I don't understand their witty pun. I made a sin cause. I think I will have a tan of fun with you. Is that like cosine like math language i don't know i don't know someone call in and explain yeah if you understand this l- let us know you're better people than us <laughs> you can have or you're podcast. still in high school right <laughs> uh the extravagant approach gather up a bunch of your you're and his friends and conduct a flash mob this is a large-scale synchronized dance that appears to be randomly timed you can either put this uh, put this to his fr- favorite song or go with something more obvious, such as Sadie Hawkins Dance by Reliant K. Have the flash mob end with your friend spelling out Sadie's and wait a few minutes right. for his response <laughs> as he gets over the shock of your incredible ask. Regardless of who you ask and how, remember to just have fun and maybe even push the boundaries of your comfort zone. Don't be afraid to ask teachers or advisors for help. I- <laughs> don't be afraid to ask teachers or advisors oh my god <laughs> they enjoy these things as much as we do i don't know about that either be creative and enjoy the fruitful results of your work at the dance on the 24th 
Uh, then I just have the, like, a little bit more just Sadie Hawkins, little Abner stuff. I have okay. the Sadie right. Hawkins Day issue just for you to look at, if right, you, if you right. please, Dan. Which I don't even, I don't even believe if that's necessarily the, the Sadie Hawkins one, one yeah. or that's, like, a commemorative, like, everyone knows what a Sadie Hawkins dance is now, so put it back on the front cover of the latest issue of Little Abner. Yeah. So, that was all that I had for Sadie Hawkins dance. What do you have, Dan? Oh, not much. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> I got so much. Um, and there's a lot of official stuff, too. So we got to obviously start there. And, uh, yeah, so we've talked about the original version. We've talked about the gold remix. We have talked about the 10-year reunion redo of the song, what else could we possibly have? So when it comes to Sadie Hawkins Dance live videos, there are so many YouTube videos of Reliant K playing this song in 2008. Because that is pretty much when iPhone usage... And ability to easily upload videos to YouTube directly from your phone align. So 2008, even though YouTube had been around since, what, 2004 or 5, I don't remember exactly. And iPhones had been around since 2007, I think. Maybe even 2006. It took a couple of years for that perfect synergy where suddenly... In 2008, that's when everyone at Warp Tour had an iPhone on them and were waiting for all the bands to play their favorite song, record it, and upload it to YouTube. So 2008 Warp Tour, you have pretty much almost every performance for of Reliant K from the 2008 Warp Tour playing Sadie Hawkins dance because everyone within it but the brand new iPhone was waiting for them to play it they record it they upload it to YouTube that's the Warp Tour with the bird and the b-sides backdrop the tennis racket the b and you know the typography of of uh, the bird and the b-sides album there you remember what I'm talking about yep. we've seen those videos yep. tons and tons and tons of Sadie Hawkins dance I uploads. I think we went to one of those shows. Of Warp Tour? Not of Warp Tour. But with that I, but backdrop. With, yeah, yeah, with the backdrop. Yeah, I meant in like 08. So, I don't know. None of them feel worth playing to me. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many of them in their early iPhones and they look okay, but they don't sound great. What we'll do instead is, what I was kind of surprised is no one had really gone ahead that I could find. And Sadie Hawkins dance, Reliant K, there's so many search results. I dug and dug and dug as best I could. I had a hard time trying to find everything that I possibly could. But I was kind of surprised to see that no one really uploaded, you know, YouTube footage from, like, the YMCA skate park show that we're constantly seeing. You know, maybe that's a year before this song came out. I don't think it was. Could be, uh But instead, I had to go to some of the full shows because Sadie Hawkins Dance early performances with Brian and the band weren't uploaded as easily for me to find. Here's Sadie Hawkins Dance just specifically from pre-iPhone YouTube days. Instead, I'll go to Cornerstone 2003. This is uploaded by Stimpy789. And this is Reliant K performing Sadie Hawkins Dance 
at Cornerstone 2003 with Brian and Dave in the band. Nice. It's our last song. Thanks for making this enjoyable for us. Grab a dance partner. Thanks for making this enjoyable for us. It sounds like the most bare bones compliment. Jessica, I've grown very fond of you. I care for you greatly in this marriage. I feel like it's about to, once it kicks in, it sounds all nice. Once it kicks in, the the speaker's just going to go. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, this is a, you know, this is a camcorder shot from far back. We've definitely played clips of this 2003 Cornerstone performance before, so... Let's see. Little a little rough launch right there, but that's okay. <laughs> it's live, it's real, you're there, it's, it's amazing, it's rocking. Rock is not meant to be perfect. And if you think it is, I hate you. I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I love that you can see that MXPX must be coming on next or yeah, playing later right. because, yeah, the drum kit is in the background. We, I think, I feel like it's been a year since we <laughs> have really commented on that, but it's true. So let's get to the slow, pretty part and see what that sounds like in 2003. Because it sounds fantastic. I love it. Relying K remains in my heart. Brian, Matt, Matt, and Dave. That's how I fell in love with them originally. I overshot it just a little bit. <laughs> Let's go back. I'm here for the lineup with the Johns. Either with Dave or Ethan. Whatever. You're such a sell. You're such a such a newbie. No, because the first time, that, the, yeah, because the first time that I saw them was in uh, like what was that, 2005, I think. Yeah. to be loud and accurate and full of pep. I want this to be accurate. We really, we really have had a, we have had a sustainable time here today. This has been a very agreeable time. Don't, 
please don't ruin this and please make these lyrics accurate and I make them enjoyable for me. Goodness gracious. The first rock band I ever got into. Somebody toss that man some Skittles and combos. He needs to eat. The first rock band, you know, that I ever got into. Well, that was Name of a Giant. So the second rock band I ever got into was Nirvana. And there is some early, I think it was Italy. I could be completely wrong about that. But there is some bootleg where is a rock festival and everyone is singing along super loud to every song. And then at one point, Kurt Cobain just starts purposefully mumbling every song to make everyone stop. He keeps singing every song incorrectly on purpose so that everyone will stop singing so loudly and then it works and he starts singing the rest of the show correctly. Like, that's passive-aggressive rock behavior (laughs) towards your fans for the sake of accuracy for your show. We got some nice Brian time right here in this video by Stimpy789. I love the bass. Yeah, not only you're hearing his bass, but they they focus right in on Brian in that moment. Fantastic. Love it. More Brian, more Brian love. (laughs) I know there's been moments they've said, I think Hoops has said in things and FAQs and stuff with fans that they're always asking them to come back for shows and stuff and it just hasn't happened. There's a 2004 performance, which is definitely Brian's last cornerstone. And I know that there's some mm mm-hmm songs on here that are kind of rare that you get to hear Brian perform. That's not what we're here to talk about today, but let's just double check how they sound just a year later, right on the cusp of sort of their, sort of their, you know, uh, not fundamental, their their big uh, pinnacle era, right before mm-hmm comes out, with Brian still in the band. Let's hear what Sadie Hawkins' dance sounds like that night. Hawkins So it sounds. I think it sounds sweater, a lot more. Com- <laughs> I think it sounds a lot more confident and mm-hmm. a little tighter. Yeah. yeah. Right. Faster. Faster. Like uh, just. Yeah, and this is just a year, uh, two years after the song has been done, but I feel like they're really getting tight. I wonder what Reliant K would have sounded like into their mm-hmm days with Brian still in the band. Mm-hmm. He's just the wild man of the bass, right? <laughs> Like, and I'm not, that's not absolutely not, you can, because you can hear here, they're, they sound incredibly tight and amazing. Like, Brian didn't leave the band, like, 
the the way a lot of people are famous for being kicked out of bands or something where they're on the cusp of blowing up and this guy's not cutting it. That's not what happened with Brian. Brian left the band because he apparently was fed up. He had a fight with Matt Thiessen and there was just basically a fight and he was like, I'm just kind of done with this and I'm gone. Like, that's the reason that we know of, right? But I would like to know, like, you know, it'd be wonderful to know. We can never know. But I'm just saying, like, they sound incredibly tight and really good here and they're just going to get better and better and better. They're going to get a little bit, you know, they're going to get tighter, more uh, professional and mature sounding as they go. And I don't just mean mature thematically. I mean mature musically. And if Brian had still been in the band, I think they would have stayed on the trajectory and Brian would have lived up to that. And I would love to know what that's like. But instead, we got John Warren. John Warren. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just totally kidding. I don't know where I'm going with this. It's just like, it's funny to, like, this is this, this this, uh, cornerstone, (laughs) pun completely intended, this cornerstone of time. Like, here it is. You can hear what Reliant K is going to sound like into the, into the, um, to the, mm -hmm era, but Brian's still in the band. It's his last months, last weeks in the band, and they're sounding just as good, I think, as they would with John Warren taking over bass. Uh, they're both amazing bass players. I was just joking around by besmirching John Warren's name. Um, let's try to find the slow pretty part again. That is not it. (laughs) We're good. (laughs) It's, it's a, it's a long, it's a long timeline to scrub through. I'm not going to find it now. But now, I'm sorry, we gotta do this last one, Cornerstone 2006. This kind of finishes out the trilogy of what is available on YouTube uh, of full Cornerstone sets. This is uploaded, again, by Stimpy789. This is with John and John and Dave in the band. John Warren playing bass and John Schneck playing third guitar to Sadie Hawkins dance. Let's see what this sounds like now, two years later. And then we're gonna skip ahead... Um... Wait a second. 2008, that's two years. 2018, that's 10 years. That's 12. And then four more years. 16. Then we'll skip ahead 16 years. I just used a little bit of that common core math right there. knows it and they love it they're going wild <laughs> i like the little added piano because yeah we're fully into piano time by this point and it's heavier it's faster it's even more confident you can hear how they're just getting like fully acclimated to just knowing this song inside and out by this point 
I just love that it keeps evolving and they and you know the song doesn't change but they just sound tighter and better and better. Oh my gosh, look at this cute little frame. Oh. <laughs> it's Matt Matt and Schneck just all lined up uh, like rocking out rocking out together. With Dave in the background. I'm taking a screen cap of that. Adorable. Adorable. Okay, let's see if we can get to the slow pretty part. And I skipped ahead again, and John Warren's by himself on the other side of the stage. Aww. Like, I'm not part of the party. First, Danny pretend, <laughs> pretends to make fun of me earlier and says I'm not as good as Brian, and now I'm over here by myself. Yep. You know what we're doing. We're waving to each other. Maybe we're saying hi. Hi, guys. Hello. How's everybody? Oh, yeah, good? Okay, keep doing this. Also, get those stanky cornerstone armpits aired out for your neighbor. Your stanky corner pit armpits. Corner corner pit armpits. Cornerstone armpits. Your corner pit armstones. I sure do. <laughs> it's late. I'm tired. I love it. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, we heard what it's like here in that Brian base. We heard what it's like here in that Warren base. Now let's hear a little bit of Ethan base Ooh. on this song. This is from 2022. Almost a year ago, Jessica, can you believe it? Wow. Ten months ago, when you and I were in Boston, Massachusetts at the Paradise Rock Club, this is Jessica's own shot-on-her-iPhone performance of Reliant K playing Sadie Hawkins Dance in with Boston Semler. with Semler, who comes up on stage to sing along. This is that performance. I think that's always a cute thing. You should always just pull back on the first Sadie Hawkins and let the let the crowd say it. I was kind of expecting to hear those in the or, earlier Cornerstone ones, but that didn't quite happen. Similar is going to come out on stage. There she is. But then I want to hear Ethan's bass on the slow pretty part. Let's hear that. Some 
<laughs> I forgot. And then, okay, so go to Sadie Hawkins' pod YouTube channel. At 1 minute and 44 seconds into the video, that's when Schneck comes over to our side of the stage and stands right in front of you to do the like the wave back and forth. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he looks at us and he's like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> and he waves at us. Nice. Because <laughs> he knew we were in town, but he had like a cold and he couldn't come out and see us ahead of time. We talk about it in the Boston Report mini episode. That's right. So and he ended up on the wrong side of the stage from him. Right. And there's an identical sort of setup during both the 2005, the 2006, what would we say it was? The 2006 Cornerstone performance when Matt and Matt and John Schneck are all lined up together rocking out. The same thing happened in Boston that night. I got to get a Aww, screen cap. That's great. How it started versus how it's going. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So those are the live performances. There's also a, uh, like, during mm-hmm, 10, I've just played enough live performances, I feel. Uh, pretty similar to the one we just heard. Mm-hmm, 10. I, I, apparently they must have opened at least some of the shows because Yahoo, like, music streaming did, like, a live stream of some show. I guess I could get the details. So here it is. So uploaded by... <laughs> Panicalodeon at the disco. <laughs> Panicalodeon at the disco. Nice. Apparently, Yahoo Live Nation streaming events captured this mm-hmm, 10 anniversary tour, St. Andrew's Hall in Detroit, Michigan. So, if you also want to hear like a professionally recorded and shot multi camera version of the song, here it is Sadie Hawkins Dance Live, Reliant K, mm-hmm, 10th anniversary tour. From 2014, so from the time of the tour. Like, literally from the time of the tour. Someone must have screen-grabbed it and uploaded it. Panicalodeon at the disco uploaded it right then. But we just played a bunch of live versions. So instead, here is a much more rare version, and these aren't on YouTube, and I always forget that they exist. But I think it's like... I don't know if... I don't want to get these mixed up. I don't know if these are part of the Rhapsody sessions. Like, you remember the music site Rhapsody? would do like sessions with people but then there's these in the and there's these acoustic sessions they might be the same thing <laughs> i'll double check okay. the facts of it in the future but i'm going to upload these to youtube myself these are part of those google drives that go around of like rare uh sadie hawkins uh, sorry rare reliant k audio files this is an acoustic version by reliant k themselves I think, for Rhapsody.com. And here it is. This is a pretty rarer one that I'll put on YouTube later. What was that dark note? (laughs) It was so pretty, and then suddenly (laughs) it was like, oh, no. Oh, I would love to hear a minor version of Sadie Hawkins' dance. Someone out there do that. Daniel, can you do that? Can someone do that? Who can just, like, make Sadie Hawkins dance minor? I always love YouTube videos where it's like, it's like, speaking of Nirvana earlier, it's like, here's uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit in major key, I think, or maybe it's already in major key, whatever. Here's a Metallica song in major key. They're always so fun to listen to. Yeah. All the girls 
girls in the bathroom talking Who they gonna take to the Sadie Hawkins My ears are burning but I kept on walking Smile on my face and an air guitar rocking His water burning? <laughs> His Whataburger is burning Ah <laughs> So this is just this is a you know a session for a, a music website. This is just a fun little thing. Just so obviously there's a good time. yeah, and they messed up something at the beginning. They're laughing. They're just having a good time. I keep forgetting that, and I meant to mention that last week. The lyric is the Sadie Hawkins dance in my khaki pants. In my brain, it lives Sadie Hawkins dance yeah. in my khaki pants. Same. But it's not. It's oh, I've even listened. I got when I realized it. I went back and I would listen to this to the main <laughs> tracks. It's the Sadie Hawkins dance. Talk about like how there's already lyrics shoehorned in. It's not necessary right. for him to say the Sadie Hawkins dance in my khaki pants. But that is what the lyric. Excuse me. That's what the lyric actually oh. is. And I've always wondered why some random people online call us the Sadie Hawkins pod. Because we're not the Sadie Hawkins oh, pod. That's Just why. like it's not the Ramones and it's not the <laughs> Huntingtons. It's Huntingtons. It's Ramones. Some people call us the Sadie Hawkins pod. I never. I don't really care. I think it's I'll cute. I'll take it because you're talking about it. Yeah, this, exactly. So. But... It must be because people call it the Sadie Hawkins dance. One that one I can't, I I don't abide by though is people who say the MTV or the IMDb. It's neither. It's MTV and it's IMDb. But people say both those things as well. But yeah, I it's he's he clearly enunciates it in this uh, acoustic version. It's the Sadie Hawkins dance in my khaki pants. There's nothing better. Ask the guys, it's always a surprise. There's nothing better, baby, to you like my sweater. Sitting in the back of my next class, napping. Gotta- <laughs> napping. <laughs> Love it. Uh, you guys hear the slow, pretty part. It's all the slow pretty, pretty part, Dan. It is. Turn the whole song into a slow pretty part. <laughs> this is awkward. It's fun though. Adorable. <laughs> I feel like that's a that that explains our podcast. <laughs> that's that's awkward. It's fun though. So I think you can hear that's the... it, but that is a drop at the beginning of every episode now, <laughs> or at the end. Ooh, yeah, or you're shaking the mic. There we go. So those are the official versions of Reliant K playing this song. Nice. So we have a lot. So there's actually not as many covers as I thought I would find. Um, there are plenty. But what I found a ton of, obviously, is fan videos, uh, AMVs, uh, there's a Merlin shipping video, AMV, FMV, oh. with cast members of Supergirl, with a <laughs> cast member of Supergirl, so I knew Jessica would care about that. We can talk about all those on Patreon, because they're all very visual, and there's so many but let's really talk about the covers that kind of matter most. 
And we're definitely making up for the runtime on Rude. this episode. All covers matter, Danny. All covers matter. Wait, isn't that racist Oops. to say I all covers I, well, matter? I didn't, you knew what I meant. I meant not just the, like, <laughs> official popular covers matter. Like, the unknown mm. underdog covers matter, too. Is that better? I, I understand what you're saying. So here is... So we get... I'm completely moving on from that. So, hey, awkward, but it's a little fun. <laughs> That's the new slogan of the show. Yep. Um, so we get the full gamut of the official tribute acts. Yeah. We got Vitamin String Quartet. We got the Piano Dreamers. We got the Guitar Tribute Players. We got, what are they called? The We Sparrow, uh, Sleeps. Sparrow Sleeps. And we've got the Pickin' On series, who I always forget. The band is called Cornbread Red, but it's called the Pickin' On series. And they're both listed. That's both their artist names on Spotify. So let's start with that, because I know it's the one you like the least. This is Sadie Hawkins' <laughs> dance from the Pickin' On Reliant K tribute album, Bluegrass Reliant K. Good Lord. Yeehaw! Doing the Cotton Eye Joe <laughs> at the Sadie Hawkins dance. All the girls in the... <laughs> All the girls in the outhouse talking. <laughs> Whose cousin are they taking oh, to no. the Sadie Hawkins? <laughs> Why would we date our cousins, Shelbyville? <laughs> Why, because they're so attractive. <laughs> And who they're gonna take to the Sadie Hawkins My ears are burning I kept on walking A smile on my face And a near guitar rocking Sadie Hawkins dance In my khaki pants There's nothing better Oh, oh, oh Girls, that's the guys It's always a surprise There's nothing better, baby Do you like my sweater? See this is so nice. I love this. And I know it's you just quaint. I know it's, you don't like Cornbread cute. Red's vocals. That's yeah, isn't that your is, main problem? Yeah, this is fine. This is cute. Yeah. This doesn't quite hit that same waiting for my table at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> this is a little too peppy to be waiting for my table at Cracker Barrel. Sure, sure. Am I gonna buy peanut butter buckeyes again on this trip? <laughs> I got them last time. Maybe there's something else I'll try a different candy I've never tried this Grab time. Grab a Dolly Parton CD on your way out. Snapping, gotta give a speech, then about to the clapping. Told a funny joke, got the whole I would love to know what's the history behind Cornbread Red picking on series. Like I feel like we know a lot about Vitamin String Quartet, like they're not a mystery. Some of these other ones are more... That's it. We need to get cornbread red on the pot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try to hear the slow pretty part. Something tells me it's not going to be slow or pretty. <laughs> yeah, it's not as... It's, it's kind of on with the rest of the album it's not with the rest of this version of the song it's not like really slowed down it's still pretty though it's still very pretty well if you want to hear a really slow pretty version of the song here's vitamin string quartet the same people who do the soundtrack to bridgerton they weren't doing the soundtrack to bridgerton when we started this podcast four years ago 
But now they do the pod. <laughs> did I say podcast to Bridgerton? You just said four years ago. We didn't start the podcast four years we ago. We started this podcast four years ago. Don't you lie to me. There's no way. We started in 20... Like three years ago. We're in the fourth year. We're in the fourth year. There you go. So I'm just, I get thrown off by that stuff. That's right. We're approaching the fourth year. December... 2018 will be our fourth year. Well, now that makes me feel really stupid because I December already... December 2018 will be our fourth year. December 20, 2023 will be our fourth year. Now I feel extra stupid on top of how fun but awkward I am right now because I tweeted six hours ago, our podcast has been around the same amount of time. It took Reliant K from the self-titled to, mm-hmm, time for us to work with a major label. Well, it's not quite true, Danny, is it? You still got 11 months to get there. Whatever. Well... That's not like people who are like saying like we should start looking for that major label now though it's okay Dan <laughs> I'm I'm on Twitter celebrating the tenth an- the tenth anniversary of Collapsible Long and some people are like the tenth anniversary is until June and I'm like this is the tenth anniversary year you know Reliant K didn't wait until November to start the Mm-hmm Ten tour I'm not waiting until June to celebrate <laughs> Reliant K's greatest album ever Collapsible Long. <laughs> I am I to this day I'm still shocked when we dug into who Vitamin String Quartet was right before you know their big gig as the as the uh, score of Bridgerton because I swear their string tribute albums to rock to famous pop and rock bands sound like keyboard I don't I don't care that that first 10 seconds of this song sounded like keyboard strings I still can't believe it's real strings like this sounds better this higher one but the like that bassier version mm-hmm. like it sounds like keyboard strings it sounds like midi So that's the Vitamin String Quartet. You love the Vitamin String Quartet, right? Like, didn't you have these on iTunes? Didn't you purchase these? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just never blown away by the Vitamin String Quartet, and I thought that they were electronic. I thought they were MIDI or keyboard. I just liked having a different version of, you know, the songs I love. Who out there loves the Vitamin String Quartet? And I don't want to hear from Bridgerton fans. I want to hear people who knew about (laughs) Vitamin String Quartet back before Twitter existed. So uh, we still got... Two more, or three more major tribute versions to play. This is The Piano Dreamers. Thank you for listening to Sadie Hawkins Pod. If you're enjoying the show, we... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I use this continually as the bed track for our breaks. I probably used it again this week, because once I... Put once I've leveled one together, I'm uh, you know mixed one together. I'm not going to redo it every week, but every time we redo the um, the the Patreon read in the middle of the show, I try to pick a different 
piano version. Some it's usually piano dreamers, but sometimes I also pick like random people's uh like those those uh learn to play this on piano mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. I try not why well, I I think I did once use a random person's piano tribute and then I actually felt bad after I'm like I shouldn't be using some sort of like person who just put this on the internet for fun for us literally asking you for money. I realized that was wrong. I don't remember what episode that was yeah, or I'd, I'd go and undo it. I just don't remember what episode that was. But yeah, here is this is Sadie Hawkins dance by piano <laughs> tribute players. And now when I hear it, I think time to give us money it's time to pass around the 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 city hawkins pod i think of we'd like to thank our patrons yeah but we're passing on the plate we're asking you to join the city hawkins pod patreon now this is this is offering time great (laughs) i could tell jessica didn't get what i was i got it I was just moved on from it. So you hear that one all the time. So here's one that we don't hear all the time. And this is the guitar tribute players. Because the piano dreamers are sometimes called the piano tribute players. Because these tribute albums get uploaded multiple times under multiple artist names. The guitar tribute players didn't record a lot of Reliant K songs. They They only covered so many. But they definitely did this one. So we finally get to play them again. The guitar tribute players to Sadie Hawkins dance. Let's see what you think of this one. beautiful it's nice it's very mm-hmm. nice N- nothing else to say it's so it's pretty I it's like majestic it a lot. it's better than it's anything majestic. Reliant K ever recorded oh, no. No, I'm just kidding well I know that we're getting tired but try not to fall asleep while I play the lullaby version by Sparrow Sleeps now this this tribute album did not exist when we started the podcast they finally came right. out with this later and I always wondered, how did Sparrow Sleeps never do a Reliant Cave album? They finally did it a couple years into the podcast. Just in time for us to talk about their version of Sadie Hawkins' dance. The whole thing is the slow pretty part, as you kind of said it would be for something else. Here is from Sparrow Sleeps' album Z's instead of mm-hmm. This is Sadie Hawkins' dance. I'm skipping two minutes into their almost five-minute version of the song. Jessica, wake up. Oh, what? What? Wake up, you're driving. <clears throat> what? <laughs> Just kidding. What do you think of that? That's lovely. 
Lovely. I like how most of the officially published tributes are just like slowed down, pretty versions on different right, instrumentation, yeah. different slow, pretty, sleepy versions. That's lovely, though. I'm, I was ready to nod off. <laughs> so on, officially published on Spotify, there are two other covers I found. There's plenty of songs called Sadie Hawkins Dance or Sadie Hawkins or Sadie Hawkins Day. But only I went through a bunch of them and only two of them that I found are actually covers. So here's the first one of the two. This is by Colton and Zara. I don't know if that's the name of the band or if that's the name of a duo, but this is Colton and Zara with their cover of Sadie Hawkins Dance officially published, more officially published on Spotify. So a change narrative, a second person narrative. Not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of the change of the pronouns. Right. Yeah. I'm not usually either. I understand what they're doing here, though. Because it's already so shoehorned. The thing is, is that the song is that there's no breathing <laughs> room in the song. And so it's like, now you're like extra Rhythm- yeah. shoehorning in these lyrics that don't rhythmically work. I like the idea of... Because... I said last week. I, let me finish one thought before I start the second one. Why can't I, she be hoping that the girl that she likes is talking in the bathroom <laughs> about her and is going to ask her to the same no, Hawkins dance? I do think it's very cool and just like, it's just normal to sing a song that exists and not change the pronouns just because you are the opposite gender or you are not the, you are not interested in the romantic gender they're talking about. Reliant K has played that perfectly with Manic Monday and girls just want to have fun. Like they know it's a song. The song just exists. Nobody thinks you're nobody thinks you're gay. Just because you sang the song the way it actually is. And uh, on Punko's Pod, they our friends at Punko's Pod, they talk about it all the time, how it's like kinda lame and it's like these dude bro uh, sort of metalcore bands on a lot of the Punk Goes series who will like change the lyrics because they don't want to seem like they're I don't like girl, I don't like boys. Whoa, well, why did Dave Mustaine show up? <laughs> I gotta <change> the <laughs> they gotta change the lyrics. I understand that. I think it's just cooler and it's just simpler just not to change the pronouns just because that's not it's that's not what the song's about. The song's about who wrote it, whatever. You're doing covering it. That's fine. But I like the idea of taking Sadie Hawkins' dance and recontextualizing it from the point of the view of the girl. I kind of want to hear this whole song now. I didn't listen to this earlier, but see, does she have? Does that mean she narratively has to change everything? I went up to him and I said, "You're smooth and good with talking." Like, remember, and this is what I was gonna say was, or should, will she just say, "She said you're smooth and good with talking." I said, "Yeah, I said you're smooth." So now, okay, now that doesn't really work when it's like only to be stopped by a girl so stunning. You're the girl so. Oh, Oh, okay. 
experiment i'm happy that the experiment exists i while i totally get what you're saying like if i was a girl and i was going to do a cover of sadie hawkins dance i wouldn't necessarily take that route i'm glad someone tried it so we can hear what that's like but here is another version of the song that's on spotify and this is by sick on sunday and this is more of a heavier rockin version i wouldn't say it's the heaviest thing but i'm saying it's just a little heavier than the typical cover this is by sick on sunday Like almost like if like Hawk Nelson <laughs> met I don't know Hawk Oi, Nelson's dance that, yeah <laughs> and then did a, did a I guess it's kind of like but it's also kind of like it's also kind of oyish yeah but not like an authentic oy like right. I'm also looking at their cover art and they're not an oy band but this is almost like like they're like they're accidental oy <laughs> <laughs> now are they sick on Sunday because they're trying to get out of church or are they sick on Sunday and they're bummed because it means they don't get out of school on Monday good question I don't know they have they're very they're very under the radar band not well known you know less than a thousand listens on most of their songs so I don't know good question 2017 is the album so I don't even mm. know if they're still together where are they from Dover it doesn't say they don't have a yeah i don't know there you go sick on sunday i like that i like i i dream of two things and they were we both i really do i really do every week when i when i listen when i look for reliant k covers i dream of two things and i want someone out there to do one of or both of these things i want an all-female reliant k cover band or at least, like, there's plenty of female covers of Reliant K songs. That's great and all. But I think a, a, an all-female version of Reliant K, sort of, like, recontextualizing all those songs, even if you don't change the pronouns, just having an all-female band. It, it's a thing that happens with a lot of punk bands. There's a lot of, like, all like the Iron Maidens and stuff. That's the most famous version I can think of. Like, recontextualizing, taking back, like... The, you know certain music and showing what's it look like just through the lens of just seeing women sing it the the ramams the ramams are the ramones <laughs> sung by like 30 and 40 year old women like these awesome. are things that happen all the time i would like to see an all-female version of reliant k i also want to see an it makes actual mood rings more fun yeah like i would like to see an all-female version of mood rings I also want an actual hardcore punk band, and there's multiple styles of hardcore and hardcore punk, but I would like to see a hardcore punk version. In whatever version of hardcore they can cover, 
a hardcore version of Reliant K. That would be amazing. Those are the two things I want all the time. We've we've randomly found like a hardcore version of some song. I think it was Who I Am, Who Too I've Been. But I really want like a, like an authentic, harder edged punk version of Reliant K's music. Whatever. Almost got it. Almost got both this week. Not quite. But what we have to talk about, everyone is waiting on bated breath. I know oh that you are all waiting. This, this truly closes out Princess the Veggie Tales. No, oh. that, I don't know. Oh. This truly closes out the Veggie Tales saga for us right, because this is the third big Veggie Tales Reliant K crossover. Now you have Reliant K covering the Veggie Tales song Pirates Who Don't Do Anything on the Veggie Tales Reliant K EP, Veggie Tales Covered Breakdown. Well, a couple years later, VeggieTales released a, a c- compilation called Christian Hit Music. And we talked about it on, we talked about like VeggieTales cover the 80s and VeggieTales cover this and action songs and all that stuff. They did a Christian Hit Music cover comp and they covered Sadie Hawkins' dance. Are you ready to hear this? As ready as I'll ever be. Smell Larry the Cucumber. Oh, right. <laughs> I can't do it right can't do my my voice is too dry i can't do my larry right now oh i thought it was perfect i was hoping he might show up to intro the podcast next week that wasn't my larry i'll try again in a minute They definitely don't wear khaki pants. They don't wear any pants. The VeggieTales had a cover album called Bob and Larry Go Country, and they covered Jesus Take the Wheel. (laughs) I saw you about to take a sip, and I'm like, gotta get this joke out before she swallows your water. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta hear the slow pretty part. How did the veggies do the slow pretty part? Ooh, they do little skits. Definitely gotta hear it then. Sadie Hawkins. Oh, some Italian <laughs> vegetables just show yeah. up in the middle. <laughs> the Sadie Hawkins dance must be very awkward when there's only like three female veggies and like 25 oh, male no. veggies. <laughs> and one of them's already well, a It'd be mom. like our college. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Oh no! Who is this? That's Junior Asparagus. He's way too young to be sitting by the girls in the. In How the do you know that's eating. Junior Asparagus? How do you not know that's Junior Asparagus? <laughs> Heathen. <laughs> uh, the only time I saw Veggie Tales was when I was working in the church nursery when I was in uh, middle school and high school. Well, I don't know. They had it really low on the in the in the background. Well, so then technically really you're saved if that's the minimum review that you saw. <laughs> They're missing the time and all over this song from as little as we've heard. They're just like, yeah. Down, the next tall 
good with talking. Keep going with me. To the Sadie Hopkins. Sadie Hopkins fans in my khaki. Adorable. Uh, let's see. To crack if... a little bit there. It's probably really difficult to keep up that voice while singing. <laughs> Uh, I'm a veggie tail. Uh, I'm, a, I'm some sort of potato. I'm a gourd. I'm a blueberry or something. Oh, that's one of the female ones. It's a blueberry. Um, so are the females fruits then? No, I think we literally talked about this in one of our veggie tails uh, episodes. Well. That I continue to pay the exact same amount of VeggieTales attention as I did when I was a teenager. <laughs> I think the unsaved are the fruits. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no, Daniel. <laughs> That's not so bad. The veggies are the saved and the, 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 it's all the fruits that are, yeah, whatever. I was going to take it to an even darker place. I decided to pull back. Here's a marching band in a restaurant. <laughs> We're almost done. <laughs> this is uploaded by. To clarify, by... this is not Veggie Tales any longer. No, 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 no. We're done. Now we're moving on to like sort of uh, YouTube. Am- we got a handful of YouTube amateur covers, and this is uploaded by Richard Tuttle 14 years ago. And uh, let's see if there's any explanation. See Harvey conduct the Atabrup Pep Band at BK Kings in Nashville, Tennessee, as part of our Mad Cow Tour. So I don't know what that means. It's a pep band, and they you are... didn't just say words. You just made random noises <laughs> and put them together. So this is like the BB King's restaurant in Nashville, and I've if, oh. I, I guess if that's anything like House of Blues, it's probably like a corporately controlled thing where they actually have like local talent come and play like. You know, bands, you know, blues bands. And in this case, I thought case, you meant these kids band. were coming up like mariachi style in the middle of a band. No. <laughs> in the middle, sorry, in the middle of a restaurant. <laughs> right. I was like, this it is, is peculiar. It is a pep band marching band performing at a, at a, I see. At a thing. Like, I don't know if it's, you explain that they have like a stage. I'm like, oh, okay, it's not a stage. No, oh. they're just standing on the floor. Oh, okay. They're just standing on the restaurant floor. Well, you know, it's Nashville. That's what yeah. you do there. <laughs> One, two, three, four. <laughs> the parents are loving it. One of the parents is picking through her to-go bag. Like, where's are, are these the right chicken wings? <laughs> <laughs> and then she looked over and laughed. Like, oh, we're having a fun time. But she's looking through her takeout bag just to double check her order while they're starting. <laughs> two adult men dancing around not sure if they're with the band or not but <laughs> they were just there time. for brunch yeah they were just there right before their creme brulee they're like time to get up and dance to some marching band relying k music
the worst ska band I've ever heard. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> leader the grown-up who's in charge of this is trying to get the audience to start clapping and none of them are having it he's clapping his hands above his head excitedly and no one's joining in i'm having my mimosa i come to bb kings every sunday i do not put up with this these shenanigans that's hilarious that's amazing yeah i think it sounds really good i don't know super fun um and here's like a teen band, like the classic teen band, just kind of hashing it out. Favorite song, just doing their best. Sure. This is Pival Kid. Is this really the, oh, the? Is it the YouTube channel name? It's a weird. It's a unusual name. P Pville Kid. Pville Kid. P V I L L E K I D. I spell these things out so you can go look them up on YouTube yourself if you want. But this is Broken Silence. Sadie Hawkins dance 14 years ago. This is the band I play for playing a Reliant K favorite at our first gig ever. I'm the drummer. Nice. Oh my god, did you hear that? No. I played it twice. You can hear someone and you can hear an adult go, Jesus Lord, that is awful. <laughs> I like to think that Rude. we I like to think that we are always encouraging to everyone going out there, even if it's bad, we curve it. Like, yeah, they don't sound great. But it it matters that they're out there trying. <laughs> But you hear someone by the camera go, Jesus, Lord, that's awful. <laughs> Listen to this. I'll play one more time, and then we'll get further into the cover. Oh, my God. Why are they playing outside of Sears? <laughs> <laughs> They're playing at some sort of, like, coffee house or restaurant in a mall or something because outside the window wow. is a Sears. Yes. Amazing. Now, there's a YouTube video of Relying K walking around a Sears before a show and some people caught them and some like fans caught them with a camcorder and said are you relying k but this is not that this is not that youtube video <laughs> it's so they mean said something else first before this is awful and pville kid uploaded this video so he knows he heard it right unless he really didn't want to hear it Beautiful. 
That adult doesn't know what the hell he's, he's talking just about. He's trying to shop for his khaki pants over at the Sears. <laughs> Pick up some tools. Jesus God, this is awful. I pay for him to have music lessons, and this is what they sound like. These kids are having a great time, and I'm so proud of them. I'm so proud of them. I'm so proud of you kids. (laughs) You're such a good dad. (laughs) I'm such a good dad. I'm a better dad than whoever that dad was 14 years ago. (laughs) Some some people just got up to leave. (laughs) Oh, my God. Look, they, they finish their food. They're right? ready to go. There they go. Oh, no. <laughs> all right. Okay. No, all right. All right. right. First done. of all, it's all gray hairs in the audience. <laughs> like it's all it's all like moms and elderly people here. This isn't like a youth group thing. This is like some sort of like. What kind of gig is this? What kind of gig is this? It doesn't say they're outside of Sears. <laughs> is this the Red Robin or something? What is this? <laughs> It makes more sense if they're playing it. This is two restaurant performances in a row, and this is clearly the lesser of the two. They're all... There's one kid there, like a little kid. This is a restaurant or a coffee... Or like a coffee... This is a stage for sure. How perplexing. (laughs) Would the owner of a red BMW... (laughs) There's more chatter in the background. There's another performance of Dance, Dance, Dance by... I don't know who that is. Oh, Del Taco ad, sorry. So they play the Fall Out Boy song, Dance, Dance. And then they play the Weezer song, We Are All on Drugs. Let's hear Weezer, We Are All on Drugs. Oh, I'm sure this will go down well. Good lord. This doesn't sound much worse than New Weezer. Oh, he's playing electric drums. Yes, I saw. (laughs) The manager of this TGI Fridays is going to come up and just pull the plug out of the wall. Because he's like, I told you about singing bad songs. <laughs> it's like a pink wall with like standard kind of pictures on the wall. It just looks like a pub or a Starbucks or something. Holy moly. Oh, first part gig of three. Oh, so one of the videos is missing because it says this is... This is video three of four, but the fourth video, Pville Kid didn't upload. Pville Kid and Broken yeah, maybe Broken Silence is my new favorite band. I love outsider music though. Like I legitimately love outsider music. Like it's not like I go around listening all day long to bad music, but I take the same stance on you know like music that doesn't quite hit the mark that I take on movies. Like I love movies that other people would call bad because i i legitimately unironically think that a movie that you think is bad is a beautiful thing because somebody spent months years of their lives committed to this piece of art that they had to get out there and they did it so i think when somebody goes out there and plays a bad rock band that's good for you it's amazing you're living your dream oh my god that cover band we saw at the viper room 
We oh, never talked that about that. We went to see Danger Gavin, our listener. He he had a band. His band was playing at the at the uh, Viper Room here in Los Angeles. It was a Sadie Hawkins Pod uh, Jimmy Eat World meetup as well because David Jimmy Pod. Did I, uh, J- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jimmy World just happened to be. Yeah, we were just hanging out. <laughs> Jimmy Pod. David and Justin were also there. This is months ago. But the band, like the band after Danger Gavin was first of it was like this amazing virtuoso jazz guitar guy who played with a with a lap with a laptop to play like all the bed tracks. And then he played this amazing virtuoso. He play, only played like three songs. But then the next band was this amazing like crappy karaoke band, and they were fantastic. They were Ukrainian. and I loved them. You were Ukrainian. <laughs> And I was like, this and is man, amazing. They, having, they played Scotty Doesn't Know. Yeah. His old school <laughs> punk song. Scotty said. Doesn't Know. That is what he said. <laughs> God love them. They are literally they're doing the Lord's work. Just like, like Broken Silence. And I loved that like all of their girlfriends were there all standing in the front row singing and dancing along having a blast. It was fantastic. There were like eight people in the band too. So what I'm saying is don't listen to the people out there who want to bring you down and think you didn't try hard enough you didn't work hard enough you didn't sound right just be yourself and believe in yourself heck yeah and if you sound like crap don't you don't have to be deluded and be like oh i tried to no yeah i sounded like crap and i sounded fucking awesome sound fucking awesome and like crap that's what we do every week on this podcast (laughs) we're kind of fun but awkward If you're listening, you're clearly a fan of Outsider Podcasts. (laughs) There's plenty more covers that I I feel like we'll get out of here. But Travis Beck has an acoustic cover you should check out. T. Latham has like some sort of another like (laughs) liminal space. Here, we'll just do these two really quick. Here's Travis. All the girls in the bathroom talking Who they're gonna take to Sadie Hawkins My ears are burning but I kept on walking Smile on my face and they guitar rocking Sadie Hawkins dance in my khaki pants Nothing better Oh, oh, oh Love it. Fantastic. I like that. Everyone's out there doing the best That's really good. Here's T. Latham in this liminal space. Odd. Look at this stage. Look at this stage. It's covered in fake. Oh, wow, yeah. There's like, the stage behind them is pitch black. (laughs) Like, they forgot to turn the lights on. I love this. It's someone on a keyboard and someone on guitar. He sounds really young. This is great. I love it. I love creative effort and you're all doing amazing and then last one this is kings of okay and this is a slightly this is a at least we know what we're getting I'll say these guys are the kings of okay. (laughs) This is from seven years ago. This is at the Hard Rock Cafe Pittsburgh. And this is one of those things where you have like kind of a local band playing in the restaurant side of things. I love that. (laughs) This is from 2015. 
shot on May 13th, 2015. I'm sorry. This is a local band. And this is like I said, like, you know, the, the Hard Rock Cafe or the House of Blues will have like a more local band playing in the restaurant. <laughs> Here's the Kings of OK <laughs> uploaded from the YouTube channel, Kings of OK. Just sonically doesn't sound very good, but they're very good and tight. They're, they're they're nice local pop punk pop rock bands. So get out there, people. Do your creative work. Believe in yourself. Oh, I'm just hunting for things now. So many teen bands. I'm loving it. There's things that I mix miss. This is Flex. This is the band Flex. F-L-E-X. I'm sure there's a million other bands called Flex, but this is from six years ago. And this is them playing again on a liminal space. They actually have like uh, bandstand podiums in front of them. This is beautiful. Here we go. So Jessica, the underground Detroit uh, crowd doesn't <laughs> want to listen to them either. So Jessica, yes. What do you think? What do you think of Sadie Hawkins' dance? I were like, hey, we oh, talked we about. We already it last did week. this. I said it's did great. We? I don't know how I could love it even more. You did not do your review. Oh, however. I said we'd split them across the episodes. Yeah. I love this song even more than ever. It's amazing. I completely forgot. I made a Nightcore version of the 10-year reunion oh, yeah. version. It sounds really good. Do you actually want to end on that? You know yeah, what? Let's do it. I got I got my I got my what do you call it? What do you call it when the dog gets her little fur all hackles? I got my hackles up because of that because <laughs> of that a-hole old man be like, these guys, these kids sound awful. I'm like, no, they sound wonderful. You shut your mouth, you you boomer. Okay, boomer. So let's end on what's actually most important, and that's things that I created. (laughs) That's things that I created out of things that already existed. If you go to Sadie Hawkins Pod YouTube, I also made a nightcore of the 10th reunion version of the song. And... I'm not joking when I say that I think nightcoring this song up actually makes the re-recorded version better. Yeah, it is the best version. And I'm not just saying this because I'm married to you. Oh, and our anniversary is this week. It's actually already go. happened by the time this episode our comes tenth out. Our 10th anniversary. Our 13th anniversary. Wedding anniversary. <laughs> this is the best version of this version of the song. For sure. So... Especially because Hoops himself said this version in its original form was too slow. Well, I sped it up. I fixed it, Hoops. I fixed it. Hire me to to help out with Reliant K. I could give you all the good advice. Even the, uh, the underlying organ note that I really don't like that makes me uneasy in the 10 reunion the 10 year reunion version sounds better in the night core because it changes up faster Mm. so you don't have long enough for that underlying organ note to make you uneasy so love this song 
more than ever. Love all of you out there. No matter what you're working on, what you're doing, you think it's not good enough, you think it's silly, you think like, oh, someone's going to say this is, this is like too insincere, or this was too emo, or this was too fake, or I'm not talented enough. Don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. Whatever you're working on is amazing. And if what you work on turns out to be weird and sort of bad, embrace it. There's still an audience for that. There's an audience for that. And it, yeah, that sounds like it can be painful, but there's people like me. When I see quote-unquote bad media, I understand that it's bad, but I actually genuinely, and I'm not making this up, I unironically look at stuff like that. And the beauty I see in it is that the person saw this and they believed in it and they still released it. That's what quote-unquote bad media is to me. So whatever you're working on out there, just like the Sadie Hawkins dance man who was like, I, I'm just going to be myself every day and tell jokes in class. And I don't know if there's a girl out there who's going to appreciate me for me. We appreciate you for you. Get out there and be yourself. That's the message of Sadie Hawkins Dance by Reliant K. 